0: Oh, yeah, he brings a lot to the game, and he's right here. Right now. Now. Online at thezone1059.com and on your radio at ESPN 105.9, The Zone.
1: Hey, turn your microphone on there, Matt. Here we go. Here we go. Off and running with you on this, what is today? Tuesday? It's a Tuesday in the Bureau The Farm Bureau Insurance Studio, Farm Bureau Insurance, go! With the home team. They are your home team at Mississippi Farm Bureau Insurance across the great state of Mississippi. Your hometown heroes, that's your local Farm Bureau Insurance agents. Available to you everywhere. All 82 counties, somebody local, you can talk to them face-to-face, one-on-one, text message, wake them up in the middle of the night, go knock on their door. They live right down the road, it's the way it ought to be. It's the way it is with Farm Bureau. Welcome in, welcome in, welcome in. I just have two things I need to get get out of the way here at the start of the show. Aside from the fact that, yes, I just want to remind you, you can be a part of the show. You can text, you can call, you can comment on the live stream, however, wherever you're tuning in. For instance, Jason, the first to say hello, he did it on the Facebook live stream. He said, good day to all. Y'all text me right there on the Country Pleasing text line, 601-885-ESPN. It's a 601 number, 885-ESPN, or 885-3776. It's Country Pleasing Sausage on grocery store shelves throughout the Southeast. I got a new Country Pleasing hat on. It's brown and khaki and with a round leather patch on the front. It's got that hog on it. It says Country Pleasing Sausage since 1976. It's 45. It's 45 years old. I happen to know that cuz I got a birthday coming up and I was born in 1976. L- back off. Everybody just back off. I don't want to hear any old jokes. <laughs> okay, uh I will get to your comments. So there's a couple things I got to get out of the way first. At the end of the previous radio show on 1059 The Zone, WRKS, ESPN Central Mississippi Jackson, which is the gridiron with Beaver and Chris. They were debating. I don't know, like something about all the shows around here. And Rhett texted into their show and said that my show, our show, Matt. He says Matt is Hee Haw Sports Center. Talking about like what is our show? Like it's he's and Chris was like, well, he does sports. He does all mostly does hard sports. And somebody said, and, and Rhett said, Matt is Hee Haw Sports Center. And then they debated whether or not I would like that and think it's a compliment. Well, as soon as I saw it, even before they commented on it, describing me and this show as Hee Haw Sports Center, as soon as I saw it, they hadn't even commented yet, I immediately thought to myself, I love that. It's perfect. I love it. I loved Hee-Haw. I loved Sports Center. One of them doesn't exist anymore, and the other one is now pfft, It used to be good. But I love them both. And I thought it's great any show who has ever played this song on their sports talk radio show, which I have many, many times. I think legitimately that is a good way to describe us, Rhett. We are Hee Haw Sports Center, sometimes, not all the time. Hee Haw Sports Center. And I can play you a song called Five Pounds of Possum to prove it.
2: Well, my children are hungry. My dog needs a
1: Now listen to the lyrics.
2: I'm out of a job now, so I'm just driving home. An hour after sundown, and put to my delight. Five pounds of possum in my headlight tonight. <laughs> Mm. Pound five pounds of possum in my headlight tonight. Come on. If I can run them over, everything will be alright. Sing along. See that possum gravy? What a wonderful sight. possum gravy! Five pounds of possum in my headlights tonight. Well, yeah. all right,
3: baby, right?
4: Come, on. Come
1: on! Five pounds of possum in the headlights yeah. tonight. What do you think, Grandpa Bill? Paul,
5: what's <laughs> Grandpa, what's for supper?
1: Grandpa,
5: what's <laughs> for supper? Five pounds of
1: possum. Yum! Yum! keep out, John. Despair. No chickens <laughs> are open any the
2: well. Just thing. a little bit closer and I'll have them in my hand. Listen close, listen I think the time has come now to go from dim to bright. <laughs>
1: There's
2: five pounds of possum in my
1: headlight tonight. <laughs> All right, so we have. (laughs) Tell it like it is. (laughs) (laughs) Tell it like it is. That is the Marty Stewart Show. This is a band called the Tennessee Jug uh, Mafia. Tennessee Jug Something Mafia Band or whatever. It's on the Marty Stewart (laughs) Show.
6: They're great. All
1: right, so there you go, Rhett. I'm giving you the uh, Text of the Day award, and you didn't even send it to me, you sent it to somebody else. Yeehaw, heehaw, Sports Center. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll take it. That's enough of that. All right, so enough of that. Now, here's the other thing that I need to now pivot to. There's no way to segue it. Um, other than, you know, LSU baseball had the rally possum. LSU is where? In the state of Louisiana, which is in the same state as New Orleans. <laughs> That's all I got. Man, the Saints, have you ever been more entertained by a preseason game, especially if you're a Saints fan, than the one you watched last night where Jameis Winston, but even more so Marquez Callaway, completely went slap off in the first quarter of that ball game. I'm talking just completely went off. 14 to nothing after a quarter. Jameis Winston threw one. I'll repeat, Jameis Winston threw one incompletion in the game. He threw two, not interceptions, no touchdowns in the ball game. Jameis Winston, nine of 10, 123 yards and two touchdowns. And the two touchdowns to Callaway were not only excellent throws. And one of them was a big boy throw from Winston standing in there against zero blitz, you know. And Brian Greasy, y'all, I'm just telling you, listen, trust me. I know all the issues they've had on Monday Night Football on ESPN and with with this guy and that crew, and it didn't work. And it was a, I, I just listen, Brian Greasy is the best color analyst on television right now. I'm not talking about who you like. I'm not talking about this guy's better looking. I'm talking about, That guy's more famous. Just, I'm telling you, trust me, in terms of the football you get, and that's saying something because Collinsworth is good. You know, Aikman is good. But in terms of, in a split second, portraying to you, the viewer, exactly what happened on the play, and he's right about it, nobody's better than Brian Greasy. And as soon as Jameis Winston threw that second touchdown, I'm watching it on TV with Annabeth and Mary Liddy in the living room, I'm screaming. Look what happened. Zero blitz. They're going to. And he's. I'm telling them. He stood in there. (laughs) The guy's free off the edge. It didn't matter. He stepped right into it. Throws a deep ball. Pinpoint bomb. Another great catch. And we come back, and immediately they go replay, and Brian Greasy's drawing it up. Look at this. They put everybody on the line. There's no safeties. He knows it's zero. He knows he doesn't have enough to protect. As many are coming. He's going to get hit. He draws up the guy coming off the edge, takes the one-on-one, and pew. Throws it for a touchdown. It was a big boy throw because when he let that one go, he knows he's looking right at the guy who is going to hit him a free blitzer with nobody to block him. Still stood in there, let it go, bang, gets hit. Didn't even, you know, get to be on two feet when the ball was caught, but it was a great throw. I really, really was entertained by that ball game last night particularly the first quarter, watching the offense, watching Callaway make those plays, and I know it's Jacksonville. They are not a good football team, y'all. <laughs> Jacksonville is not a good football team. I mean, seriously. Seriously, look around the NFL right now and tell me a worse football team than Jacksonville, just based on you know the eye test that you've seen in the preseason. I know it's preseason. Here's what it sounded like. The first one from Winston. Second and six. Houston to load up and throw it down the middle of the field. There is heavy
3: contact on Callaway. And the flags come in. Wow. That's how Jameis starts. Incredible grab for Callaway. What an opening drive for the Saints.
1: I mean, it, it it's almost like the play call didn't quite do it justice. Like they were surprised that it happened. Um. But it was just a great throwing catch, and they came right back, in the, the same hookup. Here's the play I was talking about, zero blitz. He gets hit when he threw it.
3: Second down of nine. Winston under pressure, throwing for Callaway, and he's caught. Touchdown! Marquez Callaway, a second spectacular touchdown catch tonight. This is a great throwing catch against the Jaguars.
1: I'm telling you. It was an excellent throwing catch. Winston, 9 of 10, 123 yards and two touchdowns. He was like a, a tenth of a point off of a perfect QB rating in the game. I know it's preseason, but he's going with the ones, and man, he looked good. Um, Taysom Hill did not look that great, you know, a little up and down. Didn't turn it over. That's a big thing, right, from preseason game one to preseason game two for the Saints. They went from all those turnovers in the first one to none uh, in this one. So Taysom Hill goes 11 of 20, 138 yards and a touchdown. Played a little more, got hit more because the offensive line didn't do as great a job. Your first-string offensive line was excellent in front of Jameis Winston. Uh, Simeon goes in there and plays also at the end of the ballgame. On the other side, Trevor Lawrence behind. The, he's 14 of 23 last night in the Dome against the Saints. Saints pressured him, hit him. Um, afterwards, they were talking about, oh, we made a little progress. We looked a little better. I didn't think they looked any better than in the first preseason game. if Mark my words, if Trevor Lawrence goes out there and plays behind that offensive line, it, it ain't going to be long before he'll be banged up and hurt. Now, you go, well, what about the other quarterbacks? What about Minshew? He'd get hurt too. No, I don't think so. And I know that Minshew turned it over again, didn't have a touchdown pass. But the guy has enough NFL experience. Look, if Minshew plays right now for them, he will do a better job of himself avoiding some of those hits because he'll get the ball out. He'll read stuff. He, he'll protect it a little better. You don't want Minshew to be in there and get beat up this year. But, I mean, if you are strictly looking at it from a Jacksonville standpoint, Trevor Lawrence is going to get injured if he plays a lot behind that offensive line. They're bad. It's one man's opinion. couple of things on it, then I'm coming to your comments, I promise. Here's Marquez Calloway, the two-touchdown catch guy. Had 100 yards receiving, a couple of TDs uh, after the ball game. He's a former Tennessee volunteer, by the way. I think that every day we go out there. I know I go out there every day and try to you know, say it's a new day, another day to get
7: better, another day to improve on something that I need to improve on. And in practice, we go against um, all the DBs, all the receivers push us. So every day in practice, we're getting pushed. We're getting better every day. Even if we have a bad day at practice, it's something to learn from. So no bad day is really a bad day, especially if you're learning from it. And game time, is just happening to show tonight. So um, I'm excited for it. I'm happy.
1: The team's happy. I know everybody else is happy. But tomorrow, we got to go watch the film, see what we did good, see what we did bad, and get back to it. So that's Callaway. You know, even keel, not too up, not too down. What about Jameis Winston after that preseason? The biggest thing is we gotta
7: win, so I mean that's that's a big weight off your back when you get a win. Uh so it's exciting, man. It like I gotta give God all the glory. Like I, I haven't started a football game in so long, man. So I was just I was so excited to just get an opportunity to start and uh lead the pack, man. It, it was exciting and uh the rhythm was great, offensive line was phenomenal. Uh and we had guys like Quez making plays all night, man. You you gotta love that.
1: The offensive line was phenomenal um, last night for New Orleans. Taysom Hill says he can be better, and that's true. It could be it, worse. It's hard to really give you a, a evaluation without without seeing the film. But um, I sound like a coach. I drink. think just like any other game, I think there's plays that I'd like to have back, and I think there was some good stuff that uh, that we did, and um, you know enough there to continue to build on and get ready for the get ready for the season. Hey, Sean Payton, when are you going to name a starting quarterback? Yeah, we'll see. I'll
3: keep you posted.
1: Oh, thanks.
8: Yeah, I don't have a time frame, though. I'll give you, like, when we we know what direction we're going, we'll, we'll let you guys know. And we're not going to, you know, try to anticipate saying, hey, it's going to be midweek or next week or uh, yeah, I mean, that's, I think, the best way for us to handle it, and it's kind of how we've always handled something like this. Um, but but I was pleased with not just the quarterbacks. I was pleased with how we played as a team for the most part.
1: Uh, downplay it. No big deal. I think we know, don't we? I mean, it's settled, isn't it? I mean, it's Jameis Winston is a starting quarterback for the Saints. Right? It's settled, isn't it? Why am I wrong? Why would I be wrong? I'm not. I'm not. It's Jameis Winston. That's the way it looks. That's the way it that's the gist. I think that's that's where we are. All right, so I had fun with it last night, watching that, because you know what? Somebody commented on this show yesterday. I believe it was in a text. I think that's right. It might have been on the live stream, but I think it was in a text. Somebody said, hey, look, you know, We've been predicted to win it the last few years we had Drew Brees and we didn't. Now that he's gone gone, watch, they'll go out and win it this year, you know, and surprise everybody. And it was one of those I kind of threw it away and laughed at it. Eh, but you know what? Callaway, Kamara, you get Thomas back. You need your tight end to be healthy. And that might be kind of the issue right there. But that offensive line, and if you get good Jameis because of Sean Payton, and you like a lot of the things and he and they say about it, you get because of Sean Payton, you get good Jameis paired with that defense and the way they can pass rush. I know cornerback, somebody's going to get injured at some point, but if you just keep the right people healthy, I mean, could the Saints really surprise everybody? I know it's it. I almost want to back up and say, Matt. You know, you hit yourself on the head and say, "Snap out of it." What are you What are you talking about? This was Jacksonville last night that they went out and lit up in the front. The Saints starters on both sides of the ball, particularly on the line of scrimmage, were so much better than Jacksonville's starters in that first quarter that it almost had you going, "Man, you know, if you get good, Jameis, they may beat some people." Okay, and Sven says on YouTube, he says Jameis Winston will not be elite for seventeen weeks, talking about the whole season. Okay, well maybe that's true. But what if he what if he is elite for? Let's just say you know, close to half of those. What what if for eight of those seventeen weeks he's outstanding? But for another eight, he just manages the team, lets the offensive defensive line works throughout the game and distributes the ball. He's not great, but he doesn't have a rash of turnovers. What if that? What if that? And I think that's an if that I think they may be a little closer to Tampa than people want to think now, honestly, when it's all said and done. And you hang in there and stay close, all it takes an upset or two or an injury or two. I'm talking about to somebody else. Anyway, I had fun watching it last night. I just find them interesting, man. I really do find them interesting. Sven says the Saints are going to win nothing with Winston and Hill. He's not making any bones about it. All right, let me come to some of your comments now. Uh, first up on the country, please, and text line. Next gen reb said, "LOL, this is no longer." The Matt Wyatt Show. We will now refer to it as Hee Haw Sports Center. <laughs> I like it. I'm okay with that. <clears throat> a sticks and stones thing, right? <laughs> Rhett did follow it up. And he said, uh, uh, Pain, despair, and agony on me. I love you, Matt. I went for the joke. And he says, Phew. You know, the family reunion is in Tupelo. I need to be able to walk into town. <laughs> Yeah, I got you. Uh, Anthony from Tupelo says, I thought another good thing famous Jameis did was on third and San Francisco. He checked it down instead of trying to force it and throw an interception. If he can do that consistently, he may develop into a top-notch QB. I mean, and the mindset is, see, again, Sven with another comment on YouTube says Jameis doesn't have the right mindset, and that's the that's the thing for him. That's the growth. The biggest area for growth for him is the, the mindset. But Anthony's touching on that. And, you know, maybe Sean Payton has what it takes. Bulldog44 texted, country-pleasing text line, says, Winston has never been a question of talent. It's always been playing within the structure of the offense and him learning it's okay to take a five-yard dump down or check down and throw it away than trying to farve it into triple coverage. Yeah, taking chances. You know, I, there's a certain amount of you have to have the guts to risk it sometimes in order to play at that level, have any success at all. You you can't always be you can't always be conservative. You know, there's that happy medium, right? I mean, the guy who won the Super Bowl last year. Bruce Arians, a coach of Tampa Bay, is the one who coined the phrase that is now, you know, all over football, no risk it, no biscuit. (laughs) This is something like, just exactly like something Bruce would come up with, but, you know, there's a certain amount of, I don't care, it's just football, I'm taking the chance, I want the big play. But, there's a happy medium in there, and that is true. I don't know. It just to me, man. It really had the right look. You know, first preseason game, it was Hill running with the ones and the one offensive line, and Winston with the twos. Yeah, but put Jameis out there with the ones, and I know the two touchdowns were two phenomenal catches from a, from that receiver. But I, I honestly, they, I felt like they showed me something, and that was without Thomas or Camaro on the field. Okay, maybe I'm overshooting it. One thing I know, we don't have to wait too long. More of your comments. I'll come over there to the live stream also. So just getting started. Stick around. There's a lot of
2: noise
9: when it comes to 5G.
10: After these messages, we'll be right back.
9: For double enjoyment, reach for Beech Nut Peppermint Gum. It sparkles your smile, your breath, your whole sense of enjoyment. Beech Nut Peppermint in the familiar yellow pack.
1: Jeans do come true. Blue Delta Jeans makes the best fitting, most comfortable jeans in the world. Let's dive in and see what we have here. Do what I did. Visit BlueDeltaJeans.com. Find your fit. Just for my listeners, enter discount code Matt Wyatt. Just answer the questions. BlueDeltaJeans.com. Answer the questions. Use this code use the code you're going to get a discount they are the most comfortable jeans i've ever
11: worn farm bureau insurance stands ready to provide financial relief to our communities in this time of crisis this includes a one-time credit to all personal auto policyholders a donation of five hundred thousand to the mississippi food network and additional payment options for those hit the hardest all while continuing to service customer claims as well but this is the time to go above and beyond these are a few ways we're keeping the farm bureau promise to learn more talk to your agent or visit us online go with the home team
1: Hey, y'all, let me tell you a little bit about C-Spire. New stuff in 2021 including 5G coverage. If you go to their website right now, cspire.com, you're going to see their no bull, which by the way, I love the Super Bowl ad with the slow motion bull. You're going to see that on the website, but look, they're right. There's been a lot of bull over the years in your wireless bill depending on if, you know, who you were with and My experience with C Spire is just like they say, there's no bull. I know what it's going to cost me each month. I know what my coverage is. Is the number one coverage in Mississippi, period, the number one network. And they've got 5G phones that are 5G ready. Now, I have the new iPhone 12 Pro Max. Got it at C Spire. Went and did curbside at my local C Spire location and did the exchange where I traded in my old one and got the new one. And it's 5G capable. And we've got 5G coverage in parts of Mississippi and it's just growing by the day. So you really ought to check that out. Okay. And in terms of the new phones, you got deals going on on those as well. Find those out at cspire.com. C Spire, customer. After these messages,
4: we'll be right
8: back. Every farmer understands their farm can't thrive without some good partners, like sun, soil, and rain. And farmers in North Mississippi also rely on another important partner, Mississippi Land Bank, because land and farm financing are Mississippi Land Bank's primary focus. We've grown alongside these farmers' crops for more than 100 years. We understand what a farmer needs, and we know the lay of the land in North Mississippi. And that's
12: where I stand. A lot of people in the equipment world, you know, things kind of go in trends, I guess, if you want to say it. Um, So kind of the first big thing uh that we look at when we start evaluating our business is going to be our turf equipment that's kind of the first big push because once the you know once everything the water dries up and the grass starts growing this is what everybody's looking to get Uh, we carry the new wright stand-up mower doesn't look like much but this thing is and it costs just as much as zero turn not a cheap unit at all i mean if you go out there and look at that zero turn This thing right here, I mean, it's got all your components from your big pumps to your commercial engine to your large steel deck. Um, And these guys were the first ones to make the standard mower.
13: Better buy Birdseye. Better buy, better buy, better buy Birdseye.
12: Yes, always
2: look for this Birdseye bird, your guarantee of top-quality frozen food. And your big Birdseye buy this week is Birdseye orange juice.
0: Playoff-caliber sports talk. It's the Matt Wyatt Show on
1: 105.9 The Zone. All right, back with you, rolling along here. We just got started a little bit ago, Uh, so we got a good bit of time to spend together here on uh, this Tuesday. Now, Saints had a good showing in the preseason game. Looks like Jameis is your starter. What about it? Isn't it interesting? I mean, this is what you can say. With no confidence that you would go out here and predict them to go deep in the playoffs or anything like that, what you can say is that team, that collection of players, that offensive line, with him as your quarterback and that as your coach, they are must-see every weekend. (laughs) One way or the other, they are must-see. The other thing was, of course, first game in the Dome this year under the new policy where you had to show proof of vaccination or a recent negative test, uh, negative COVID test, to be able to get into the game. Later in the show... by the way, Bill, this is news to you. A good host would have already told you this, (laughs) but I'll get you the number later. Later in the show today, maybe even at the start of the third hour, we're going to catch up with Bart Gregory. He'll be getting off an airplane, but he went to uh, that game last night in New Orleans. And I want to ask Bart what it was like, like getting into the dome and coming out, how they checked and all that kind of stuff.
5: Maybe someday I'll work with a good host.
1: Maybe so. I hope you get that experience. I really do. I mean, at this point in your life, Bill, I hope you get to experience that at least uh, once. I need that
5: experience. I haven't <laughs> had
1: enough. Um, So that's coming up. Uh Jason commented on Facebook. He said, um, needs to move Taysom Hill back to the all-purpose role. Only if Winston doesn't do well, then you'd move Hill back to quarterback. And I bet you that's what's coming. Uh Nicholas, kind of thinking what I'm thinking, he thinks the Saints are going to be pretty decent. He said that over here on uh, YouTube and Roshana on Facebook, I agree with you. It says, Irvin looked like Dan Mullen at State when he played Alabama the first time. Deer in the headlights. Uh, look, he and all of them uh, over there for Jacksonville last, last night. And again, I know it's preseason game. It's preseason game number two. But they all looked a little shell-shocked at the throttling, especially on the line of scrimmage, that they were getting at the hands of the the Saints. After the ball game, Urban Meyer said he wasn't too worried about Trevor Lawrence. I thought he got a little better, and I thought we protected him a little bit
8: better. I think there's only one sack, if I remember right, for the night. Yeah, we got a, you know, uh, DJ Chark. I'm, I'm counting on him to get back and give us a little vertical threat down the field. I didn't, you know, Philip Dorsett's got great speed. We got to, we got to start getting the ball, and that was the plan. And we just didn't execute in the run game, and then the throw game. We uh, just wasn't uh, much rhythm in the first half.
1: Free American text the show, and it's, I think I, I'm just going to read it word for word, Free American. You tell me if there's a typo. I'm having a hard time grasping it here. You said, while you, he said, while I was watching, I saw quarterback for Saints turn their head five times against a good defense last night, would have had two interceptions against a different defense. What, what do you mean, Free American, turn their heads? What's going on there? I may have missed something. Rebel Greg says Saints would win more games with Philip Rivers or Eli Manning compared to the quarterbacks on the roster right now. Now it's actually an interesting, it's an interesting thought. Okay, so if you're saying right now, Rebel Greg's contention is instead of Jameis Winston for Philip Rivers or Eli Manning to come out of retirement. To play for the Saints, they would win more games than with Jameis Winston. I mean, Phillip Rivers played last year. Do you all agree with that? Here's Trevor Lawrence after the game. Said he made a little progress.
11: Obviously, you'd like to play as as well as you can. And there was a few things that, you know, looking back, and I'm going to have to go watch the film, but just even after that series on the field, I could feel like I need to get it out quicker. I need to find my back, check it down. Don't force stuff downfield. You know, just take what they're giving me. It's a long game. Um, and just continuing to put us in a in a good position to win, which is staying ahead of the chains, you know, taking completions when you can get them. So, all that I need to get better at. Uh, I thought I made some plays with my legs, which was an emphasis that I wanted to to do this week better than I did last week. <clears throat> got out of the pocket a couple times, um, so that was an improvement. But overall, as an offense, as a team, got a lot of work to do. But I, I think we're heading in the right direct direction for sure.
1: Okay, so that's Lawrence after the ball game. So we'll see. Uh... What's up next? I guess the next round of NFL preseason stuff will start later this week. You'll have somebody on Thursday. I haven't looked ahead to see who it is, but you'll get another round. of This will be the last week of preseason stuff, right? No. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, coming up is the last week of NFL preseason stuff. That's right. And then they get a week off, and then the season starts, right? Pretty sure that's right. Okay, so they had the, the COVID protocol at the dome last night for the Saints preseason game. You got to show a vaccination proof or proof of a recent negative test in order to get in there. I'm going to find out later what it was like. Speaking of that, let's talk LSU. With the significant threat presented by COVID-19 across the state of Louisiana, according to LSU lsusports.net, due to the highly transmissible Delta variant, LSU will require all Tiger Stadium guests 12 years of age and older to provide proof of vaccination or a negative COVID-19 PCR test taken within 72 hours prior to entry. The decision comes after consultation with and support from Governor John Bell Edwards, LSU President William F. Tate IV. Bill, that sounds like that guy off of Gilligan. William F. Tate IV. LSU. Tate the fourth. <laughs> LSU's Board of Supervisors, Tiger Athletic Foundation, and Director of Athletics Scott Woodward. Uh, here is the quote from the president of LSU. As the flagship institution of the state of Louisiana, our foremost responsibility is to ensure the safety of our students, our supporters, and our community. While we are aware of the diverse perspectives across the nation regarding masks and vaccinations, we must take all responsible measures to protect our campus and community, not only on game days, but long after guests have left Tiger Stadium. Current threat to our lives, our health, and to our medical systems due to COVID nineteen is overburdening our hospitals, and we must do our part to stop the spread. Yeah, Jason, you're right. It was Thurston Howell the fourth, but you know, you get the point. So LSU, all LSU home games. I would imagine that'll affect the. You know, probably the same for basketball. It's indoors. Heck, LSU. You know, football is outdoors. So basketball probably do the same thing. Baseball, maybe, too, next fall, next spring. I mean, who knows? And I would imagine LSU is not going to be the only SEC school that does this. Jason in Flagstaff texted the show. He says, LOL, I hope the LSU policy starts being rumored for all Southern schools. COVID will be over in a month. Jason, are you saying that if all Southern schools did this, that COVID would be over in a month? <laughs> Simply because everybody go, hey, don't tread on me and my freedom, but but this is football we're talking about here. Right? Is that what you're <laughs> is that the insinuation? Uh, Nick said, I've been vaccinated and recommend people get it, but I also believe it's a person's right to make that decision. What LSU is doing is garbage. Quote, show me your papers used to be frowned upon in this country. And that's from Nick on the text line. Yeah, so they're the first SEC school to do it. You know good and well somebody else going to do it. I just don't know who, what, when, and where. Um, It won't be all. All 14 will not do that. Rhett. Rhett said, I missed the game. Did Ian Book get any snaps? Rhett, um, I was looking at the st- the stats, and I didn't see it. Um, Simeon played. He's in the box score for the Saints, but but not Book. Yeah. Yeah, and Sven, you're right. It's about just kind of living through it now, going forward. Sven says uh, COVID will always be in our lives now, forever, sadly. And that's true. It's here to stay. It's a matter of just living in it and around it and through it, so to speak. Anyway, passing that along to you. Oh, and one other quick note. May I pass this along to you? As we were discussing, I think yesterday, I came in here on Monday, and I started discussing with you the games for you to watch this coming weekend, you've got uh, five football games on Saturday that involve FBS teams. The first one is Nebraska and somebody. Nebraska and Illinois is the first one. Well, that's fun. You know, I've also mentioned to you that Saturday, MRA, Madison regional Academy, is playing against Oakland High School from Murfreesboro, Tennessee on ESPN2 at 2.30, part of their high school stuff. But make this note. I'm excited about this. You're having a uh, something called the Cricket Miac Swack Challenge Game on Saturday night, 6 o'clock on ESPN. All across the country on the big boy ESPN. Alcorn State versus North Carolina State. It's going to be played in Atlanta, Georgia. Now it's not at the, it's not at the um, dome. It's at Center Park Stadium. What is Center Park Stadium in Atlanta, Bill? Have you ever heard of that? Is that the is that the former Braves Stadium in downtown? I bet it is. Yeah, because isn't that the game that Jackson State played in? That's what it is. It used to be Turner Field where the Braves played. It's right downtown. <clears throat> then uh, Georgia State took it over. Turned it into their home football stadium. Jackson State played in this game, what, two years ago, I think, to start the season. This year it's Allcorn State versus North Carolina Central. The MEAC Swack Challenge, 6 o'clock ESPN, Saturday night, live from Atlanta, on your television, on ESPN. So make that note as well. When we come back, we'll hit the countdown. It's team number 11. Stay with me.
10: will be
1: right back. Arrive today. Jeans do come true. Thank you, Blue Delta. Yeah, jeans do come true. That's what the bag says. Blue Delta jeans makes the best fitting, most comfortable jeans in the world because they are uniquely made for you and only you. Raw denim jeans, custom fit, hand tailored in Tupelo, Mississippi, my hometown. Let's dive in and see what we have here. Do what I did. Visit BlueDeltaJeans.com. Find your fit. Design a jean. And before you know it, you'll be addicted. Just for my listeners, enter discount code MATTWYATT, all lowercase. Again, that's if you listen to me. You can use discount code Wyatt all lowercase. And at checkout, you're going to get a 10% discount off your order. So I just went online, ordered them. Uh, BlueDeltaGeans.com a couple weeks ago. Went in. I didn't go get measured. I just entered, you know, what I knew about myself. I just answered the questions. And here they are at my doorstep a couple weeks later. Nice. Yep, yeah, Blue Delta. Nice. I'm happy. <laughs> I've known the Blue Delta team for years and I'm thrilled to have these guys on as a sponsor of this show. Blue Delta's virtual tailor is a fun and easy way to get yourself into the best fitting pair of jeans you're ever gonna own. But you never thought you'd get a butt shot out of me, huh? How about that? Just answer the questions and they fit absolutely perfectly. They couldn't fit better. So just go online, bluedeltajeans.com, answer the questions. It's amazing how they do it. They will fit perfectly. You're not gonna find better material and better feeling pants, period, anywhere. BlueDeltaJeans.com Use this code Use the code You're going to get a discount They are the most comfortable jeans I've ever worn I promise you that And I know that you are going to love them too Make sure you use the code And remember Jeans do come true
13: After these messages will be right back. Let me tell you about an ice cream can't be beat.
1: The very best tasting you
13: can eat. It's meadow, 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 smooth, freeze meadow gold. Go to your ice cream man today and here's the word that you should say. Oh, give me meadow, 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 smooth, freeze meadow gold. And remember, folks, meadow gold
9: is mm mighty good. For double enjoyment, reach for beech nut peppermint gum. It sparkles your smile, your breath, your whole sense of enjoyment. Beech Nut Peppermint in the familiar yellow pack.
13: Six o'clock, dinner time. Thank goodness for Jell-O Instant Pudding.
9: Yes, thank goodness for Jell-O Instant Pudding. The terrific busy day dessert you can make at the very last minute. See how quick and easy. Just add it to cold milk and beat it up. That's all. By the time you're ready to eat it, it's all ready for you. Jell-O Instant Pudding, made by the famous Jell-O folks. So creamy, so nourishing, so delicious. No other instant pudding is quite the same. Stock your shelves with all seven flavors. The good, good, busy day dessert. Jell-O Instant Pudding.
0: Banana Pudding. It's the Matt Wyatt Show. Live
4: in the studio.
0: Online at thezone1059.com. And on your radio at ESPN 105.9, The Zone.
1: Ba, 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 ba. Back... Back with you. Live in the Bureau, the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio, Farm Bureau, go! With the home team, they are your home team at Farm Bureau Insurance. Staying connected to you because of C Spire, the number one network in Mississippi, C Spire. Customer inspired, check them out, cspire.com. Sven reminding us that uh, Kenny Gainwell... Looking uh, pretty good for the Eagles. Yeah, you remember Louvier called in and told us about him? Uh, Yes, Jason, the stream is down. It's back up now. And it is back up. Okay, so they had a little reboot on the live stream at uh, thezone1059.com. It's back up and running. Bill has given us the thumbs up. So if you want to head back over there, Jason, feel free. Now would be the time to do it. All right, let's see. Let me get to the text, and then we'll hit our countdown coming up. We are, let's see, today is 11. We are 11 days from Saturday, September the 4th. That got, man, uh, what's that line from Anchorman? Boy, that escalated quickly. Yeah. That really got out of hand fast. It sure did. It got here quickly. Unnamed texter said, Matt, what do you think will happen with all the people that paid for their season tickets but will not take a vaccine? Yeah, I don't know. Um, As far as, like you know, percentages, numbers, any of that kind of stuff, I don't know. But I'm sure there will be some sort of refund procedure. And I think, was it last Thursday or was it yesterday? The days are running together. But sometime in the last two or three radio shows that we had here... I outlined for you the information the Saints put out because they had a handful of season ticket holders who, um, you know, they they didn't want to be forced to take a vaccine. They felt like in order to attend the games or go get tested or whatever. They just wanted a refund. And the Saints said, okay, we'll do the refund policy, but you've got until this date to let us know and request it because they had apparently some people who got in line, more people who got in line wanting tickets after they said they were going to do the new COVID policy in order to get in there. So they were wanting to make sure tickets got around to people that wanted them. And they put a deadline out there of about a week to 10 days and says, okay, we're letting everybody know. If you got tickets, you want to come in there because of this policy. We understand whatever you, you need to let us know and request the refund. And, Maybe LSU does something like that. Maybe they just kind of follow the Saints' lead on it. I don't know. And, and you know, it is it is curious, so it's a little different because, you know, the college game, you're outdoors. Um, and I know this thing's prolific, and you get people shoulder to shoulder, then maybe it doesn't matter as much that you're outdoors. It's just that in the past, you had been told by all the experts that and and i think i thought the stats sort of kind of backed that up maybe it's just this variant is different but it was virtually impossible to spread the thing outdoors but hey you know it's not just in the stadium outdoors everybody's using bathrooms and walking around concourses and going to concession stands and you know walking up stairwells and using elevators and and all that so maybe there's just a need to go to a a blanket policy handyman texted the show and said, I'm getting vaccinated because I'm not missing going to state games. <laughs> well, we can all decide what the motivation is. Nick texted and said, what would this mean for tailgating? I'm wondering at some point, adults have to be allowed to make decisions for themselves. Jeremy commented on the text line goes uh, with the LSU COVID news. Do we know if this will impact tailgating and pregame activities? seems inconsistent to not have the same rules in place for pregame activities when you're shoulder-to-shoulder like you would be in the stadium. And that is a really good question. That really is a good question. Now, I mean, you know, a a typical tailgate, yeah, you're going to be around each other, you're eating food, but if it's a tent and even people that are close, you're still talking about, what, 10, 15 folks, as uh, opposed to, you know, you get in the stadium, you got got 100,000 people, and they're all sitting beside each other, but... You know, it's a good point. I'm not the expert. I don't really know, but it's a fair question. I would say that much, that it is a fair question. All right. I think now's the time, Bill. Let's do it. Countdown. countdown.
0: 100 teams. 100 days.
1: So it's the countdown of 100 teams in 100 days. We are 11 days away from Saturday September the 4th, the first big full Saturday of college football. That's what we're counting it down to. And so team number 11 on the list is from the Big 12 for now. For now. Texas, the Texas Longhorns. This will be Steve Sarkeesian's first year as the head coach at Texas. 55 letterman back, eight starters on offense back, seven on defense from a team that played 10 games last year and went seven and three under Tom Herman. Not good enough. Not good enough. They beat Colorado. Do you say Colorado or Colorado? Which one is it? I mean, John Denver said, Rocky Mountain High, Colorado. Didn't? Aren't I right about that, Bill?
5: That's what he said.
1: That's what he said. Do you say Colorado or Colorado? That's
5: sort of like Nevada and Nevada. Right. If you say Nevada, the people in Nevada will come down on you heavy.
1: Well, it's Nevada. What about Colorado? Do you know? I think it's Colorado. Well, I can't tell which one you did, though. You were kind Col- of in between. Colorado, Colorado. Okay. So you think it's Rado. Yeah. Colorado. Well, I'm not sure
5: about that now, but I know the people in Nevada,
1: <laughs> if you say Nevada, right? will not like you at all. They don't like it. Do you know? Now, this is a fact. Growing up in the state of Alabama, and I didn't watch NASCAR growing up. Never paid attention to it, ever. And I was well on up in years. When I turned, you know, or saw a sports talk person or turned on TV or something, I heard somebody say Talladega. Because, Bill, to anybody that lives in, quote-unquote, Talladega, they say Talladega. Everybody I ever heard say it as a kid growing up in Alabama, they'd say Talladega, there was a summer camp called Shaco Springs, and they'd send kids from church. We'd go on like the Royal Ambassadors summer camp and stuff when I was a kid for our church. And it was in Shaco Springs in Talladega. I'm not kidding. And people look at you cross-eyed when you tell them that. But it's a true story. All right, back to Texas. They beat Colorado 55-23 in the Alamo Bowl last year at the end of the year. Uh, on the season, Texas started 2-0 and with wins over UTEP and Texas Tech. By the way, they beat Texas Tech in overtime 63-56. to How about that? Lost to TCU by two. Uh, lost to Oklahoma in four overtimes, a heck of a ball game, 53-45. So they went 2-2 two and two and then reeled off three wins in a row, beat Baylor, Oklahoma State in overtime, and beat uh, West Virginia. So three of their seven wins were in overtime. Lost to Iowa State, good ball game, 23 uh, 20. Put up 69 on Kansas Kansas State in the season finale and then won the bowl game. Sam Ellinger has moved on. He's competing for the job for the Indianapolis Colts. So, so Sarkeesian's going to have a new quarterback, but the backup kid, Casey Thompson, when he was in ballgames last year, looked unbelievable. Go back and look. Remember that I warned you. Casey Thompson went 12 of 17 for six touchdowns in the time that he played and he looked Great, Texas is going to open up with uh, Louisiana Lafayette on September fourth, and then the week two game they go to Arkansas in Fayetteville. That's a little bit of a look at Texas. I know one famous Texas alum. What <laughs> all about right, some? Alum? All right, all right, all right. That's right, Mister Matthew
5: Matt McConaughey, uh, Farrah Fawcett. Oh, went to school there. Owen Wilson. Okay, uh, Renee Zellweger, Michael Dell of Dell Computers fame. Laura oh. Bush. Neil deGrasse Tyson. You know him. He's that smart guy.
1: Yeah, right.
5: Yeah. Uh, Kevin Durant, Jane Mansfield, Roger the Rocket Clemens, Walter Cronkite. And that's the new. He went to Texas. Mm-hmm. Wow. Tom Landry, Eli
1: Wallach, an actor. Yeah. Vince Young, of course. Hey, by the How way, time in... out. Huh? You yeah. know who Eli Wallach is? Yeah. Think Spaghetti Western. Yeah. The good, the bad, the ugly? The ugly.
5: Yeah, that's him. He was the
1: little (laughs) squirrely guy. Yeah,
5: yeah, the one that was causing all kinds of problems. Yeah, that's him. Yeah. So we had uh, Vince Young, Jordan Spieth, Colt McCoy, Marsha Gay Harden, another actress, Uh, Ricky Williams, of course. Yeah. Jackson Hayes, who plays for the Pelicans now, and uh, this young lady.
7: Oh, really?
13: Busted. Janis Ben Rouge for train Janice Joplin. Janice Joplin the with the text. How about that? Hmm. Bobby thumbed a diesel
14: down just before it rained.
1: Hey, what was Not that what was that lyric right there? Thumbed a Diesel Bobby down. Bobby thumbed the diesel
5: down just before yeah. it rained. Thumbed him down, made him stop. Okay. Yeah. And they jumped in. Yeah.
1: When Chris wipers. Chris wrote that song. Called.
5: Really? Yeah, yeah. Chris Christopherson wrote that. Yeah, along with Sunday morning coming
1: down from Johnny Cash. Oh my God! What yeah. A song? yeah, yeah. Who was it? Oh, it was JB. Got a big kick on the radio one day when I told him Bill that when I was a kid I used to get Chris Christopherson and Christopher Cross mixed up in my head.
5: <laughs> totally different people.
1: <laughs> and Every, one one
5: could sing and one really can.
1: Yeah, and one totally different. There's a lot kinds of kinds of music when it comes to. 5G. <laughs> Y'all stick around.
5: We're five G ready. We're five G ish at C Spire. Caught us that time. The
4: fact
10: is...
11: Farm Bureau Insurance stands ready to provide financial relief to our communities in this time of crisis. This includes a one-time credit to all personal auto policyholders, a donation of $500,000 to the Mississippi Food Network, and additional payment options for those hit the hardest. All while continuing to service customer claims as well. But this is the time to go above and beyond. These are a few ways we're keeping the Farm Bureau promise. To learn more, talk to your agent or visit us online. Go with the home team.
10: After these messages, we'll be right back.
1: We are about to have a fire and cook some sausage. A country-pleasing sausage is outstanding whether you cook it over a fire or in the house. Cook some of this right here. It's green onion flavor, you see that? But this right here is my favorite, the maple flavor. And this is great for breakfast. It's awesome cooking it in the house because it makes the whole house smell good. Oh yeah. Let's see Country Pleasing Sausage, the best, hands down. If you go to countrypleasing.com, you can actually order this and deliver it to your house. Country Pleasing Sausage. Hands down, the best. Trust me. Divinity Equipment, Spring Ridge Road in Jackson, Highway 51 in Madison. Hey, y'all, let me tell you a little bit about C Spire. New stuff in 2021, including 5G coverage. If you go to their website right now, cspire.com, you're going to see their no bull, which, by the way, I love the Super Bowl ad with the slow motion bull. You're going to see that on the website. But, look, they're right there's been a lot of bull over the years in your wireless bill depending on if you know who you were with and my experience with C Spire is just like they say there's no bull i know what it's going to cost me each month i know what my coverage is is the number one coverage in mississippi period the number one network and they've got 5G phones that are 5G ready. Now, I have the new iPhone 12 Pro Max. Got it at C Spire. Went and did curbside at my local C Spire location and did the exchange where I traded in my old one and got the new one. And it's 5G capable. And we've got 5G coverage in parts of Mississippi and it's just growing by the day. So you really ought to check that out. Okay. And in terms of the new phones, you got deals going on on those as well. Find those out at cspire.com. C Spire. customer. Inspired. After these messages, we'll be right back. Jeans do come true. Blue Delta Jeans makes the best fitting, most comfortable jeans in the world because they are uniquely made for you and only you. Let's dive in and see what we have here. Do what I did visit bluedeltajeans.com, find your fit, design a jean, and before you know it, you'll be addicted. Just for my listeners, enter discount code Matt Wyatt, all lowercase. Uh, bluedeltajeans.com. I just entered, you know, what I knew about myself. I just answered the questions, and here they are. Nice, yeah. Blue Delta just answered the questions. And they fit absolutely perfectly. They couldn't fit better. So just go online, bluedeltajeans.com, Answer the questions. Use this code. Use the code. You're going to get a discount. They are the most comfortable jeans I've ever worn, and I know that you are going to love them too.
14: can be your path to a fulfilling career. Chris is still holding you have on a by calling. Me. We oh, have you know. an answer. Find your way at today'smilitary.com.
0: WRKS Pickett's Jackson. Time.
9: Time. time.
0: It's time to get back to the Matt Wyatt
4: Show.
0: Live in the studio. Online at TheZone1059.com and on your radio at ESPN 105.9, The Zone.
1: Ba, 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 ba. Back! Let's do Hour 2!
5: Yeah, if I ever work with a good host,
1: when they hear the music, they know. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Well, look, you know, it's like... You can finish, uh, your, finish your thought now. You, you know, know. Bill, my... My Sunday school teacher, a guy named Stanley Williams, He's. I he used to play golf with him back when I played golf. Let lets you know how long I've known him because I haven't played golf in a long time <laughs> other than hitting the ball around the yard. But when he would hit a uh, – sometimes he hit a great shot, and he'd be tracking the pin, but it'd be long. And I'd say something like, man, you were right at it, just a little long. And he'd go, ah, well, I can't think of everything. <laughs> and so I've picked up on that. that's kind of my response sometimes is, well, I can't think of everything. I don't even know what I was saying. I was going to say, if you could finish your thought,
5: but you probably can't remember what you were talking about. We were I talking, ain't got about, it. talking about the, the the song from Janis Joplin there, and you were going to say yeah.
1: something. Shoot, man, I don't yeah. know what I was going to say. Oh, well, couldn't have been that know. important, I guess. Yeah, it must not have been. Maybe there will be more important things to say in hour number two, which is underway. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. I'm Matt in the Bureau, the Farm Bureau studio. Y'all call me on the Divini phone, 995 1059 Shoot me a text on the country, please, and text sign or comment on the live stream. We got it all going right here in front of me. Jason, thanks for your comments on the live stream. And in regards to LSU's policy, he said, that sounds like they want to keep away for, keep fans uh, from you know coming to the game. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, everybody's just trying to do get through it. First time you go through stuff, I think a lot of times we get really critical on decision makers, and they're trying to just make decisions on the greater good, which is not easy. You know, and you just when you're in positions of leadership, you're never gonna make everybody happy. It's impossible. So you honestly can't make decisions based on that. It's like Nick Saban said, if you want to make people happy, don't be a leader, go sell ice cream. You know, and it's just really true. So we'll see if any other schools follow suit. I'll come to your texts from Jason and Anthony and others. First, Chris is hanging on the Divinity phone, has been for a little while, and I appreciate it. Chris, what's up?
7: I was going to ask, like, what happened? Did you not hear the music or something, Matt? <laughs> uh,
1: I don't know. I was in another world. Maybe that's what it was.
7: One minute, one minute you were talking, and then I hear some Geico commercial. I'm like, what in the world? <laughs> but anyway, so my question about all this is, um, yeah, they can they can stop people from buying season tickets. But does this mean that they're not going to give any third-party people tickets to sell? Because is SeatGeek going to make you prove that you've had a vaccine before they let you buy a ticket?
1: I don't understand. Yeah, I see what you're saying, Chris. But, you know, it's not a ticket purchase issue. It's a get-into-the-stadium issue once you show up.
7: How are they going to make you prove it?
1: Well, that I don't know. And I will tell you this, Chris. It's one of the reasons I wanted to talk to Bart Gregory because Bart went to the Saints game last night in the Dome, and they have that. They – They're doing that this year where you got to show you that you're either vaccinated or you've had a recent negative test, one or the other, in order to get in there. And last night was their first game to host in the Dome. Bart's traveling today, and we're going to talk to him about right now, but I think he's in the air right now, about 30,000 feet up. So hopefully we'll get to talk to him in Hour 3 because I'm curious how they handled it. Last night when we were watching the game, Anna Beth and I were talking, and she said, how are they going to logistically pull that off, checking – what and you know good and well there are people that are going to forge a, a vaccination card or something you know to be able to get in these things if they haven't gotten the vaccine so i don't know all those details chris i really don't
7: exactly it's like my grandfather used to tell me locks are not for honest people <laughs> so i mean when locks, good are not for, locks, locks are not he used to tell me locks are not for thieves they're to keep honest people honest because an honest person if, if it's unlocked they might still go in there and do something stupid If it's locked, then they're not going to break the
1: lock open. a thief's going to do what he's going to do anyway. So, I mean, you're not going to stop everybody from coming. Somebody's going to force it. Well, I've said it's like like having an alarm system on your house. Um, You know, an alarm system, you know what it's for? It's not to keep anybody out that wants to come in. That alarm system is just to let you know, hey, somebody came in. It's an alarm. It lets you know, but is it going to stop some? If somebody wants in your house, they're coming in.
7: I've got an alarm for you if you come in my house. (laughs) you hear the bang, you're not going to ever remember
1: it. I I understand.
7: We were talking about – yesterday you were talking about the Saints and the Cowboys and stuff. See, now, the other thing since I've become an older person, because I'm only – Thursday I'll be seven years younger than you.
1: Okay. So,
7: um the other thing is is that the other thing about the Saints around here is is that it's not really it's the fans. It's kinda like Alabama, it's the fans. They're obnoxious. And like those that song right there that you play about the Saints every time. You play that, like everybody talks about the Cowboys being annoying. Where's the a cowboy song like that. Mm-hmm. I've never heard one, and I've been a Cowboys fan for years. The other thing that bothers me about what I said and what what Bill said was, hey, they're the only team that's got, you know, that could get their people to put bags over their heads to come to the stadium. Well, my, my thing is, is I have a problem with fans that feel like they have to put a bag over their head to come to the stadium because they're that ashamed to be there. <laughs> And but I mean, but like, it was more,
1: it was more they, of a funny thing, though, wasn't it? I mean, it wasn't like they were wearing the bag because they literally didn't want someone to see their face. It was sort of, hey, let I
7: actually know a long-term saint fan that said that they put the bag over their head so they, people didn't know they were there Man,
4: because of the fact that. that
7: they were ashamed to be there. Okay. So that's just my opinion, but, I mean, like, really, though, the, the one thing, the reason why I just... I'm okay with Louvier because he's probably been a Saints fan all his life, but Matt, you're like me. We still follow people that have been awful for years. We mm. hung in there and been Braves fans. We've been we've been long suffering Bulldog fans. Yeah, you've been a Chief fan. You have suffered for a long time, and I just don't like bandwagon fans. That's just who I am. I can't stand it. So
1: well, but see, I mean, Chris, hang on. Here's why. the thing, and I understand that. I. I understand the premise and you made that point yesterday in your text talking about Saints fans. And you or me or any of us, we're going to be influenced by our own interactions. Well, we all have different interactions. You talked about, you know, arrogant Saints fans. I'll be honest with you. I haven't, I don't know that I've ever myself had an interaction with a, someone that claimed to be a Saints fan who was arrogant, like, like say an Alabama fan or something. I just, that's not my perception. But, See, Chris, help me here. When you say bandwagon, and people jumped on board with the Saints when they won it in 09, people who had never rooted for them before, my point yesterday was you're saying that as a lifelong Cowboys fan. Don't the Cowboys have more bandwagon fans than anybody?
7: Actually, no. Honestly, to tell you the truth, most Cowboy fans that I know have been Cowboy fans since I've known them. I mean, like, I'm serious. Okay. The Cowboys have such a following; it's like, it's kind of like a cult. They have a following; they don't ever leave. But I'm saying, like when I when they were winning the Super Bowl, I had friends that had been rooting for Green Bay, Detroit, all this that. Ever since I knew them, and all of a sudden they come up. Oh, I've been a lifelong Saints fan. No, you haven't, because you've been rooting for another team. I don't care how awful the Cowboys are. I don't care how awful the Bulls are. I don't care how awful the Braves are. I'm going to root for that team. Or I'm just not going to watch it gotcha. because that's how loyal I am. I don't care how awful the, the Bulldogs
1: are. I'm going to be a Bulldogs fan. Gotcha. Hey, Chris. may
7: be part of the reason why I am the way I am, but hey, y'all so, have a
1: good day. Well, well, no, don't hang up. Side note, just real quick for you, hang no. up. Um, this is yeah. this is something else I was going to talk about. It's not related. Have you been to Jerry's World for a game?
7: Oh, no, I've never gotten the chance.
1: Yeah, I haven't either. It's one stadium I, I really want to go see, Um, see it they in person. Yeah, no, I, everybody it's that like,
7: goes... like going to Chaldega. Everybody should go.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to go see it too. All right, thanks, Chris. Appreciate it. I was just thinking about road trips. Bucket um, list. It's kind of a bucket list thing, isn't it? Jerry's world. Um, I forget if it was on Hard Knocks or if it was an interview at, or something I read, but I, I came across it recently, a quote from Jerry Jones about when he built that stadium. He was not only building it with the 100,000 people in mind who were going to attend the games. But he really built it and designed it and everything with the millions of people in mind who were going to be watching these Cowboys games on TV. Wanted it to be even spectacular on your television. Which is kind of interesting, I thought. Because um, I was thinking about road trips. I, this morning, I just I started... You know, here we are, end of August, so in a couple, less than two weeks, the games are going to start. For me, as a Mississippi State guy and traveling to road games for the radio crew, we don't really have big road trips until October, November, because the lone road game in September for State is at Memphis. and ain't. I mean, heck, man, that's close. Memphis is right up here. I can go to Memphis for lunch and back. That's how close I am, you know. So it's not really like a true road trip. So I was just thinking about getting to make certain road trips. So I looked at states, and you're going, hmm, I'm going to drive all of them. I can drive all of them. Last year broke me from flying, I think. For all these years, I have flown with the team to road games. Yes, as a player, obviously, but as a member of the radio crew. And Last year was my 10th year uh, in the, the booth. Um, my 12th year on the crew, but my 10th year in the booth. So last year, is that right? Or was it 11? Shoot, man, I can't remember. Maybe this is my 10th. I have to add them up somewhere about a decade. So flying to road games. So well, last year, because of COVID, they were like, we're emptying out the plane. We're going to keep just the players and staff on there and keep them separate from everybody else. And we traveled on our own. Well, I drove, I drove to Kentucky. Where else did I drive to? Drove to Baton Rouge, some of these places loved it (laughs) just handle my own business i love riding in the car anyway a 10-hour trip to me is like i'll do it i don't care it's fine six hours ain't nothing so i was looking at it going you know what i'm gonna do that again this year i'm gonna drive but then the idea of places that i look forward to seeing road trips that i look forward to and then that idea sort of bubbled up into you know maybe I should tell people who listen to the show if you're a fan of you know this school or whatever here are your available road trips. Well, if you have to pick one to sort of put it on here and go, this is the road trip you need to make. What would that be? I'm going to tell you what those are. That's why I was thinking you know never been to a bowl game or any, a kickoff game or anything like that at or an NFL game at uh, Jerry's World in Arlington. I do want to go. Bill, you know, Mississippi State plays at Vanderbilt this year. And um, the very next day after the Vanderbilt-Mississippi State game, the Titans are hosting the Chiefs. Uh-oh. Yeah, and I think we're going to make a whole weekend out of it. That'd be good. And I've been to that stadium before, not to a Titans game, but to bowl games. Right there on the river. Right on the river. Been there a couple times for bowl games for State, but haven't been to a NFL game. But I think we're going to make a weekend out of that and, and go watch them play. Um, But looking at State's schedule, as far as if you're a State fan, places that I would tell you on this schedule that, hey, they are road games, but if you haven't been, you need to go, and it's just consistent with everything I've told you before, is you need to make this trip to Texas A&M if you've never been there and seen Kyle Field at College Station, Texas. Now, that's a pretty good little trip. It's on across there from... The Jackson area, it's probably, what, six, seven hours drive from the Jackson area. Um, So do the math for other areas accordingly. But I'm just saying, if you've never gone to a game there and seen that stadium in person, SEC game, when it's going to be full, you need to take advantage of that. It, to me, is the number one road destination stadium on state's schedule this year. There's not a whole lot of just real attractive road games. You know, the others though, like I'm really looking forward to going to Fayetteville in November because Northwest Arkansas, you know, and Fayetteville is way up there in the corner. It's nearly in Oklahoma before they put an airport in there up at Rogers or whatever it is. We used to, when I played, we'd fly into Tulsa, Oklahoma, and then drive back to Fayetteville. And, uh, but now you can fly into like Rogers right out there outside. But it's a, you know, it's on up there, Northwest Arkansas. But driving up there, that time of year, November, foliage, beautiful. I am looking forward to that road trip too. Never been to Fayetteville that time of year.
5: What's the mileage going to be when Texas and Oklahoma join? I. That's going to be
1: a good little trip. That's going to be a little trip right there. Austin and. Those know. aren't nearly as drivable. Well, certainly <laughs> Oklahoma's not. Um, But Ole Miss, they've got two – all right, so the first game, it's in the new Mercedes-Benz Stadium, you know, the new dome there in Atlanta where the Falcons play, where the SEC Championship game is played. And if you've never been there, um, you probably ought to go. And you've got the opportunity right here in the first game of the year um, in 12 days from today. So it may be too late, but that's like a – That's a destination road trip because it's not a true road game. It's this neutral site. and It's this stadium. You know, Ole Miss never played in a championship game, so getting to play a kickoff game in there or a bowl game in there is about the next best thing, get to see the stadium and all that. That's a fun road trip. But I honestly think the number one road experience for an Ole Miss fan is if you've never been to Neyland Stadium at Tennessee, you need to go up there this year. Okay? Because, number one, if you've not been to Neyland Stadium for a game, you need to go. You gotta see it. To me, I love Knoxville. I love that whole area. Driving up there is gorgeous. And they're gonna go mid-October, late October. That part of Tennessee is gorgeous. There's stuff around there if you want to make a long week, weekend out of it. Okay, the campus is pretty. It's sitting right on this river. You can you can get a guide trip and go catch smallmouth bass and see Neyland Stadium while you're catching them. That's a true story. The stadium itself on game day, if you've never been there, to me. And what really takes it over the top is, I think the number one road trip for Ole Miss this year is the fact that it's Lane Kiffin is your coach. It'll be his first time back in Neyland Stadium since he left after one year in the middle of the night to go back to USC, and people were burning mattresses and painting the town and all that kind of stuff. Uh those are those are road trips you definitely need to take. I was looking at Southern Miss's schedule. I think the best road trip for them is obviously they, they go to Tuscaloosa this year. You know, so. Y'all go check that out. All right, you got any favorite road trips? Those are mine, at least the schedules I look at. Um, this year, Micah in Batesville says, "Would Auburn be on that must-attend game this year?" If I've never been, man, Micah, I I really enjoy going to Auburn. Um, here's the way I would describe it: the the town of Auburn in that area. It's kind of isolated. It's out there by itself. It's out in the country. It's beautiful. Lots of big, pretty farms. Their equestrian facility right outside the campus of Auburn is phenomenal. You know, it's a beautiful area. You feel like you're in the middle of nowhere, and all of a sudden, out it comes, and now you're in this big Auburn area, and there's this campus, you know. It's really pretty. But Auburn, you know, they seat 85-something thousand people. It will be full. It The stadium sits smack dab in the middle center of their campus. It's like the whole campus was built around the football stadium. And it's collegiate. You know, you feel like you're getting the full college football experience. From the way the stadium is built, to the noise, to the eagle flying around in a circle in pregame, to the band and... You know, you're on campus, it's small town, it's not big town, it's not big corporate stadium like in a Tuscaloosa or somewhere. It's collegiate. It's it's the true college football experience. So I would say, yeah, if you've never been to Auburn, go. And that's a very drivable trip for any of us here for sure. Chris wanted to add something, hit me back. Chris, what's up? Hey, I know that you're not a
7: true Cowboy fan, but you watch Dak a lot. Have you ever had the pleasure of listening to listening to one of their games on the radio? Yes.
1: Brad Sham and help me out with the color guys. Babe, it, Babe yeah,
7: Babe, Babe Loffenbird.
1: Babe they're great. And they are amazing. Yeah, they are. Yeah.
7: I just wanted to know if you'd ever heard of them because they are just amazing. Yeah.
1: They <laughs> they're, are
7: they're like they're kinda like I tell a lot of people it's kinda like, you know, when you want to do a Jim Ellis, tune it in. And listen to Brad and Sham call the game over the people that are on the TV do it.
1: Yeah, you know, and the thing about Sham is uh, he he very his emotions very much go up and down according to how the game's going for Dallas. You know, and that's fun to listen to. Um, I would tell
7: seriously like the the amount of stuff that him and Babe know. It reminds me of. It reminds me of Jim calling a game, I think. Mean, uh, that's just the way
1: it is. Yeah, that historical perspective. Yeah, that's pretty neat. Um,
7: that's right.
1: I would tell you, Chris, and anyone else, if you've never heard Mitch Holthus call a Chiefs game, uh try it out. Not everybody likes it. It can they can think they think it can be over the top, but every time they score his touchdown Kansas City is pretty cool and he does a really good job of play by play. And uh sometimes Lynn Dawson does color for him. Uh, on those broadcasts there is an app that i use now i also have Sirius satellite radio if i want to find those games and stuff but there's an app that anybody can download and it's uh it just says pro radio that's the name of it pro radio you'll see a little white football helmet and a green background it's called pro radio it's a free app you download that And any Sunday, you can open it up, click on any NFL team. It'll run down for you about five different options of streaming radio stations. You click one. Sometimes you have to go through two or three of them to find one that works. But you click them, and you'll find one streaming that particular broadcast for that particular NFL game. So I've been able, with that app, to very easily listen to just about every NFL radio broadcast out there. Um, So I recommend it. Try it out.
7: I appreciate that. Yeah. Have a good
1: day. All right, man. You too. Hey, I'll tell you another one. I don't even know their names right now off the top of my head, but the guys who do radio for the Tennessee Titans, their pregame show on the Titans Radio Network, their call of the play by play, it is, it's as good as it gets. It's really good. So check those out. All right. Um, A real treat coming up in the Bureau. And I've got about, oh, 20 different folks who texted me, and I need to get to y'all. We'll do all of that coming up next here in the Bureau. Stick around.
2: Always look for this bird's eye bird, your guarantee of top quality frozen food. And your big bird's eye buy this week is bird's eye orange juice. Easy, you can serve it in a minute. Thrifty, it will save you money. Orchard fresh and delicious.
13: Better buy bird's eye. Better buy, better buy, better buy
9: bird's eye. Now, if you know your oats and want to feel your oats and taste how good an oat cereal can be, Well, you go for Cheerios. Great way to start the day with really great eating. That's Cheerios, one of the few foods made from oats. The tasty cereal grain everyone should have at breakfast. Crisp and golden as only a toasted oat cereal can be. And nourishing? Why, a Cheerios breakfast gives you the power protein that grown-ups need to help stain trim and youngsters need to grow on. Toasted oat goodness. Toasted oat flavor. A delicious power breakfast. That's
10: Cheerios.
13: Let me tell you about an ice cream can't be beat.
10: The very best tasting you
13: can eat. It's meadow, 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 smooth, freeze, meadow gold. Go to your ice cream man today and here's the word that you should say. Oh, give me meadow, 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 smooth, freeze, meadow gold. And remember, folks, meadow gold
9: is mighty good. For double enjoyment, reach for Beech Nut Peppermint Gum. It sparkles your smile, your breath, your whole sense of enjoyment. Beech Nut Peppermint in the familiar yellow pack.
13: Six o'clock, dinner time. Thank goodness for Jell-O Instant Pudding.
9: Yes, thank goodness for Jell-O Instant Pudding. The terrific busy day dessert you can make at the very last minute. See how quick and easy. Just add it to cold milk and beat it up. That's all. By the time you're ready to eat it, it's all ready for you. Jello Instant Pudding, made by the famous Jello folks. So creamy, so nourishing, so delicious. No other instant pudding is quite the same. Stock your shelves with all seven flavors. The good, good, busy day dessert, Jello Instant Pudding.
0: Oh, so does he. It's the Matt Wyatt Show. Nobody breaks down quarterback play better than him. And he's right here, right now, online at thezone1059.com. And on your radio, ESPN 105.9, The Zone.
1: All right, back with you. Rolling along here, hour number two on this Tuesday. We do have some uh, breaking news that is not necessarily a surprise to anyone. Um, I'm, I'm, i probably just by saying that you already know what I'm talking about. It's college football related. And for commentary on the subject, we welcome in to the studio, the homecoming queen. She's here. Take a bow. Annie. Hello.
14: <laughs> that always makes me laugh. Well,
1: <laughs> so funny. I, I'll be honest. To the queen. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Bill. Yeah, I'll be honest with you though, I kind of felt like you were, you were laughing, but you were kind of waiting to hear all of it. You
4: kind of. No. No.
1: (laughs) No. No. Uh, the news is that the Big 12, the Pac 12 and the ACC have announced officially this alliance, this alliance of uh, these three conferences are forming an alliance. And I can't help but think about the office. Oh, remember when Jim tricked Dwight into thinking they were forming an alliance? Yeah.
14: Wait. So what?
1: Or maybe it was Dwight. No, went to Jim and said something about.
14: No, go back to the
1: news. Okay, Big Ten, Pac twelve, and ACC. Trying to understand. Their alliance will include scheduling components for football and men's and women's basketball, designed to create a new interconference schedule of games enhancing their opportunities the scheduling alliance will begin as soon as practical while honoring current contractual obligations that's according to brett mcmurphy
14: sounds like they're just upset that they can't be in the sec what do you think
1: it's a little bit of a move yeah yeah it's a little bit of a move in response to the sec expansion and bringing in texas and oklahoma yeah well, that's obvious Yeah, Yeah. they're
14: whining. That's
1: kind of what it is. Who cares? (laughs) Well, when I saw it, I'm like, what's the big deal? What does it really change? I mean, see, and here's the thing about it, too. Here's, for instance, the commissioner. the alliance? Yes. But not a
14: new conference.
1: Not a new conference. It's a. They're announcing an alliance. They're going to schedule games against each other. They're
14: just exci- They're just announcing their best friends. They want everybody to know it.
1: Well, and the commissioner of Kudos. the Pac- <laughs> the commissioner I- of the Pac-12, uh, Klyakov is his name. And his here, here's a quote: "There's no contract. There's no signed document, and there doesn't need to be."
14: Well, then I think there doesn't need to be an announcement.
1: Th- then what are we? What's the press release about? Irrelevant. <laughs> I mean, don't what in think. the world is this?
14: They just wanted—they just wanted people to talk about them.
1: He says there is—that's is it, is. that's it. That's all it is. There is a yeah. commitment from three commissioners and forty-one presidents and athletics directors, even though they don't have any signed documents or contracts. Okay, so that's the best that they're going to be able to do right now.
14: I, I don't understand what the outcome is.
1: Yeah. What, what does
14: it change? Do they not play each other anyway?
1: Well, apparently they're just going to schedule each other more often, Mm -hmm. something along those lines. Uh, All right, here's another piece of breaking news, Annie. Okay. See, I feel like we ought to break a little news since you're here because you're a former news breaker yourself. Break it.
14: Break the news,
1: Matt. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Thank you, Bill. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution is reporting. That the University of Georgia plans to be completely back to normal this fall for home football games with a capacity crowd of 92,000. There will be no masks or social distancing requirements, and Georgia will not be asking for proof of vaccination to enter the grounds.
5: Woo-hoo. Mm-hmm.
1: That is on the heels of today, Annie. I, I don't know that you and I even talked about this. Okay. But LSU is doing what the Saints did. I w- if I
14: had the numbers in front of me, I'd like to see the difference in The states in cases as far as Georgia versus Louisiana. I don't Mm -hmm. know. You know, I've been really interested in vaccination rates and covid cases. I wonder if I wonder if Louisiana's is higher.
1: I mean, it could be. See, um, the statement from LSU, the policy is going to begin effective their first home game September the 11th when they play McNeese State. To gain entry into Tiger Stadium, guests 12 and older must show proof of at least one dose of a COVID 19 vaccine that has received full approval or emergency use authorization from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration and the World Health Organization. A vaccination card, a photo or photocopy of a vaccination card. Photocopy.
14: So anybody can just make one up. (laughs) You can photocopy anything. Hold
1: the phone. I didn't read that paragraph the first time I talked about this. or
14: story. a photocopy? Give me a break. I, okay, so we had a. I had a friend of mine who was at the Saints game, so I need to text. I need to message her and ask her how it was when she checked okay. in.
1: Uh, Bart did y'all Gregory, have? Okay, Bart, Bart Gregory Bart. went. He's going to come on later.
14: Oh, great! I'll be listening because I'm so interested in how it was policed. I'll be. For those of us who are normal and walk through normal gates to get into a football game unlike you 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 never shown a ticket and walked in cuz you have a pass.
4: Mm-hmm.
14: It's pretty chaotic. I think your listeners will agree when you're you're just pushing, you're trying to get in, do you have your ticket, you know, you showed on your phone or you have your ticket? I mean, are they really going to have these people
1: equipped to check all that? Well, apparently Somebody, when I brought this up earlier, uh, somebody on the live stream, I think it was Sven.
14: I mean, bless who, their hearts. The job's hard enough to get okay. everybody in. And
1: Sven commented, he goes, they, he's in Germany, right? He says they have to show their vaccine pass or a test. It's simple. It's in Germany, normal for one year now. He said three guys can control that easy on every entrance, and that is checking. Okay, and that's true, Sven, but like I said, you know, People are going to deviate from the rules. They're all going to find a way to to break rules. And when you tell me that they're going, okay, a you can show a vaccination card or a photo or photocopy of a vaccination card or verified digital proof of vaccination, including the L.A. wallet or another government-sanctioned mobile app, will be accepted with entry granted upon visual inspection. That,
14: that's the thing. With entry granted upon inspection, what are the qualifications of the inspectors?
1: <laughs> well, and here's the thing. Who's Annie. gonna I he, want I mean, to see I wanna see when remind me, okay. I'm serious, remind me. Okay. When we get off this radio show. Okay. I wanna see our vaccination cards. Yeah. I'm gonna look up and then compare and find a graphic of one online of I a vaccination anybody, card. Anybody and I'm going to get the picture of Rusty from Vegas Vacation. I'm gonna put the name no, on it. No, Nick Papa Giorgio. Matt. We don't, yes. You
14: don't need to encourage this. Well, so i you not were a,
5: asking about the cases in Louisiana. Yeah. As of yesterday, they had uh, 10,889 new cases yesterday.
14: From the So that was their weekend. Usually on Monday, yeah. they report the weekend total.
5: Yeah, that was the, and the seven-day average for Louisiana right now is 4,665.
14: See, that's cases. so high. That's so high. Yeah, had a, that's they've why.
5: Had a, they've had, had 11,977 deaths in Louisiana.
14: Mississippi's was a little over 7,000 yesterday from the weekend. Yeah. So, I mean... <laughs>
1: I saw where Parrish Alford, um, who's been on the show, he's a friend of mine, friend of the show. He, he's he's in a role now for the Northeast Mississippi Daily Journal covering Ole Miss and State. Right. He's been at State a little more because State has allowed media to come to football practice. Ole Miss did not. But anyway, I saw where he posted on their Mississippi State discussion. He and uh, Stefan Kreisnik uh, run that for them. He posted it on Facebook. They are today efforting to see if Mississippi State plans on doing this, you know, well, or something you, like that. You
14: hate to knock anybody's efforts of trying to fight against this because there's no playbook for any of these schools to know what to do. We've dealt with it one season. Yeah, nobody knew it was going to be coming back again. Yeah. So you hate to knock really? LSU or knock Georgia. I mean, hey, how about this. Like, what do
1: you do <laughs> on the um, <clears throat> on the country pleasing text line? Yeah. Troll Tide. Texted and he said, oh,
14: a "Troll tide." Yeah,
1: here's your first clue. He said, "I'm suspicious that LSU's just doing this to discourage visits from the NCAA." That's great. <laughs> Had a boy <laughs> troll tide. I like that one.
5: So I checked the Mississippi cases for yesterday. Weren't they uh, like
14: over seven thousand?
5: Seven
14: thousand two hundred forty-nine. Yeah, well, I remember.
5: Average, the average seven day is three thousand five hundred.
14: Yeah, so it's yeah. a little less than,
1: mm-hmm. than hey, and, and, Louisiana. And y'all, wouldn't you say? I mean, it's a matter of opinion, but I think I know the answers. Wouldn't we all feel totally different about this second go around with it if this one weren't getting after children the way you, that it is? You know my feelings on it. Yeah.
14: When you have a child who's under the age of a vaccination rate, she, this is a whole new ball ballgame. It,
1: that's it. I mean,
14: you know, if your kids are teenagers and they're vaccinated and although side point, I mean, people are getting it with the vaccine, but it is lessening it. I just right. it's a whole new ball game. If you've got a child who cannot get a vaccine.
1: Right. You know, and for us, she's ten, right? And so you're just going well.
14: No, vul- I, we're, I mean, we're they're vulnerable. Here. They're yeah. vulnerable, yeah.
1: right? They had I,
5: the they had the Pfizer guy on this morning, and he said they're working right now on a vaccine for children under, yeah, eleven down to like three years old. Bill,
14: yeah. I saw that. I was very interested yeah. in that. Um, it was real ask,
5: interesting what he had
14: to say about it. You so. can ask Matt. I've been
1: completely nuts about it, actually. <laughs> Uh, Andy texted and said, "Hey Matt, my vaccination card has my name, birthday on it. I would imagine if they have a photocopy, they'd have to have their government ID too and make it match." He says that being said, you're right. It's hard to police a photocopy. That's my thing. I just Is,
14: when you read photocopy, I thought, "What?" I mean, what? at least
1: at least make the thief or or the not, you know the crook go through the process the of forging a card. Are you calling card. it a COVID crook now? Yeah, Coco cocoa crook. Cocoa. I got I'm like a
5: hundred copies out here on my machine right now.
1: Well, you just, guys do one? I'm saying, at least make them go to the effort to forge the card itself. Don't just... See, I got it right here on my phone. Took a picture of it. See, I'm good. I'm vaxxed. Oh, gosh. Me, me, my, excuse me one second, sir. You know, oh. that's... Uh, oh. It's scary. <laughs> I'm scared... I hate to say it, but can but, you be a can you be a
14: but they are an trying optimist? they are trying? Can you be I, an I optimist guess, while know?
1: being a skeptic all at the same time? Yeah, I, I think, think that's what yeah, I am.
14: I think so, yeah.
1: <laughs> a skepticist. <I'm> <laughs> nice, <laughs> Phil. Easy for you to say. Y'all stick around.
10: There's a lot of after. Messages will be right back.
9: For double enjoyment, reach for Beach Nut Peppermint Gum. It sparkles your smile, your breath, your whole sense of enjoyment. Beach Nut Peppermint in the familiar
1: yellow pack. Jeans do come true. Blue Delta Jeans makes the best fitting, most comfortable jeans in the world. Let's dive in and see what we have here. Do what I did. Visit BlueDeltaJeans.com find your fit just for my listeners enter discount code matt wyatt just answer the questions Bluedeltajeans.com. answer the questions use this code use the code you're going to get a discount they are the most comfortable
11: jeans i've ever worn Farm Bureau Insurance stands ready to provide financial relief to our communities in this time of crisis. This includes a one-time credit to all personal auto policyholders, a donation of $500,000 to the Mississippi Food Network, and additional payment options for those hit the hardest. All while continuing to service customer claims as well. But this is the time to go above and beyond. These are a few ways we're keeping the Farm Bureau promise. To learn more, talk to your agent or visit us online go with the home team hey y'all let me tell you a little bit
1: about c spire new stuff in 2021 including 5g coverage if you go to their website right now cspire.com you're going to see their no bull which by the way i love the super bowl ad with a slow motion bull you're going to see that on the website but look they are right there's been a lot of bull over the years in your wireless bill, depending on if, you know who you were with. And my experience with C Spire is just like they say, there's no bull. I know what it's going to cost me each month. I know what my coverage is. Is the number one coverage in Mississippi, period, the number one network. And they've got 5G phones that are 5G ready. Now, I have the new iPhone 12 Pro Max. Got it at C Spire. Went and did curbside at my local C Spire location and did the exchange where I traded in my old one got the new one. And it's 5G capable. And we've got 5G coverage in parts of Mississippi and it's just growing by the day. So you really ought to check that out. Okay. And in terms of the new phones, you got deals going on on those as well. Find those out at cspire.com. C Spire, customer. Inspired. After
4: these messages,
8: will be right back. Every farmer understands their farm can't thrive without some good partners, like sun, soil, and rain. And farmers in North Mississippi also rely on another important partner, Mississippi Land Bank, because land and farm financing are Mississippi Land Bank's primary focus. We've grown alongside these farmers' crops for more than 100 years. We understand what a farmer needs, and we know the lay of the land in North Mississippi. And that's
12: where I stand. A lot of people in the equipment world, you know, things kind of go in trends, I guess, if you want to say it. Um, So kind of the first big thing... Uh, that we look at when we start evaluating our business is going to be our turf equipment. That's kind of the first big push because once the, you know, once everything, the water dries up and the grass starts growing, this is what everybody's looking to get. Uh, We carry the new Wright stand-up mower. Doesn't look like much, but this thing is, and it costs just as much as zero turn. not a cheap unit at all. I mean, if you go out there and look at that zero turn, this thing right here, I mean it's got all your components from your big pumps to your commercial engine to your large steel deck, um, and these guys were the first ones to make the standard mower. <laughs> better
13: buy, better buy, better buy
2: yes, always look for this bird's eye bird, your guarantee of top quality frozen food. And your big bird's eye buy this week is bird's eye orange juice. Easy, you can serve it in a minute. Thrifty, it will save you money, Orchard fresh and delicious.
0: Online at 1059.com and on your radio at ESPN 105.9, The Zone.
1: Ba, 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 back. All set to wrap up hour number two of the show here. Yes, the homecoming queen's with us in the Bureau, in the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio. Farm Bureau, go! With the home team. But hang on. She doesn't want to be on camera. So if you're on the live stream, you're out of luck. You have to look at me. You can't see her. You can't hear her and her thoughts. She's not interested in being on camera. I'm not really either, but kind of is a requirement. And the difference is I don't care what I look like or what anyone thinks about that.
14: When did you last shave? Just uh,
1: I spent a while. I'm yeah. st- I'm stopping shaving. I'm what? serious. Mm. You can't mm. grow
14: a beard, though, Matt. It's splotchy.
1: Well, we're going to find out. I'm tired Matt. of shaving. Oh, I'm okay. tired of shaving my head. I'm not doing any haircutting and shaving for a little while. I'm taking Matt, a break from Matt, it. Matt, no. You know, I'm serious.
5: When I when I saw you Saturday, I was wondering about all that stubble.
1: I'm sorry, Bill. There's really no thing about <laughs> I have a beard, so 100. I can't really say much. I go in spurs. Like, you know, it's a, it's kind of, here's the thing. Matt it is can't a chore. A beard. Matt can't grow a beard, Bill. It's a chore. That, you know, you get in this routine of you shave every day, you know, and then for me, you know, I take out the clippers and buzz my head, you know, once every so often. And I just got, I'm tired of doing it. I'm taking a break from it for a little while. That's all. I just don't want to do it. I need some time off.
5: We need pictures there. Okay. (laughs) I'm just. Uh, yeah, you, got, have, you have my
14: phone number. <laughs> to yes, me yes, I've got no. I've got no response to this. <laughs>
12: it's just
1: the truth. I'm just tired of doing it. I'm not doing. This it is anymore.
14: not that. What is it? where they no shave? No, is it no shave November where people yeah, do that? Yeah, I don't participate. Well, this yeah, is in August. This yeah. is August, and it's hot outside. You need to shave.
1: There are things I don't participate in. One are these social um, trends that pop up. You know, no shave this or this challenge or that challenge i don't participate in those ice water challenge. you did that once you I, did the ice water thing that was for a good cause i did it once because someone namely the person i live with talked me into it
14: well somebody challenged you i thought it was nice okay. it was a good it was a good cause
1: well and that was many years ago
14: yeah
1: yeah but anyhow um those kinds of things i don't here's another thing i don't participate in when people tell me what to wear fashion rules i, I ain't doing coming. it
14: And white after Labor Day, all these things. Yeah,
1: I know. Which makes no sense. Don't get me started. I'll use that all the time, explaining to people how stupid that stuff is. Don't get me started. But also, like... Ole Miss is wearing white after Labor Day. That's on their... um, On their...
14: Okay. On their... All right. Schools coordinating what fans are supposed to wear. I don't... I'm not doing that. That never existed back in the day, but people like it. People seem to like it. I think it's fun for fans... And it looks okay. cool to, for everybody to have on the same color.
1: I rebel against it. I'm not going to be told by anybody what colors mm. I have to wear. And I, frankly, I do rebel when well, you do maroon Friday a lot. Well, because that's all I have. But it's not. I don't wear it just because it's supposedly <laughs> maroon Friday. It's all my stuff is free stuff, frankly. Okay. okay? But mm-hmm. I will be honest. This fall, they will tell us, okay, this is that you know everybody's wearing black. You know, so y'all wear black. Well. I ain't wearing black. Okay. I'll wear some other color. I've had a lot of times where i walk up in the press box and people cut their eyes at me because I don't have on maroon and the whole, we're supposed to wear maroon this particular. Or this is the white house you're supposed to have on white. Well, I'm wearing something else just to prove a point. Don't be telling me what color I'm supposed to wear. <laughs> uh, just, you know, those, have, those
5: white are really bad for the TV chroma, The chroma in the TV cameras when everybody's wearing white in the mm. stands. It's just terrible.
14: So as long as everybody that hears this knows that you are deep down in your heart, a rebel.
1: <laughs> that, He's a rebel. I didn't know where you were going with that. A
14: rebel. You heard oh, it here first. got you. You heard it here first.
1: No. Oh. It's just, look. He needs to rebel. Let me just tell you something. It's like this. I know, man. I know you, you are I know a you man really well. I know when you are a man and you get married and then you have a daughter, you give up just about everything and you gladly do it. Which I have. What do you mean? I gave up my office. It's now a playroom. <laughs> yeah,
14: you have a okay? new office. Okay, you have another office. Not-
1: I give up the TV. I don't watch ball games on the TV. Almost never. You know what's on there? Jesse. Oh, anything, anything for Disney. Yeah.
14: <laughs> we watched the Saints
1: last night. Hallmark Channel. Yeah. And I had to talk you all into it because I usually have to go. I usually just go to the other den and watch. I it like there. to watch football. Hello. I know you do. So anyway, what I'm saying is there because of that, I, there are some things I'm just going to hang on to. So
14: just you're you're right <laughs> not to wear the color. If that don't tell if, if
1: nobody's that, telling me. I have to or can't if wear you, anything.
14: If that gives you your kicks, then you keep it on. Keep it keep it going.
1: And that gummet, I don't wanna shave for a while. I'm stopping. Okay. Because I'm tired of it. It's a daily chore that I don't have time for anymore. Okay. <laughs> oh man. Bless you, man. Now, if you play football, there are rules you have to follow. Okay. You got no way I mean, it's their game. They administer the game. If you play in the game, you have to go by their rules. There are new college football rules. Annie, Miss mm-hmm. Homecoming Queen, let's see what you think about these new college football rules for 2021. Okay. The biggest change for college football in 2021. Are they COVID related? Nope. Oh. The expedition of overtime. They're mm-hmm. going to expedite overtime. Mm-hmm. Limit the length of the game number plays. Teams will now be required to run a two-point conversion play after a touchdown beginning in the second overtime. It used to be the third.
4: Hmm.
1: used to be, you know, overtime. First overtime, you score, kick, extra point. Score again, kick, extra point. But the third time when you score, you got to do a two-point conversion. Now it's going to be the second one. All right. Also, after the first overtime touchdown, well, I'm sorry, no, let me back up. The new rule also says, that after the third overtime, teams will not get the football on the 25-yard line. They will put it on the two, and it will just basically have alternating two-point plays from the two-yard line. What? <laughs> That's the new overtime rules in college football. Um, so if we go to four overtimes, we've had four overtime games.
14: I sat through the Ole Miss-Arkansas seven overtime. I think it was seven. Yeah, it, it was seven. I mean, I was a student, and I just remember thinking, "You oh, sat through the whole thing." Yes, people had had it. it. I mean, yeah. The big joke was that the student section at Ole Miss had sobered up by the <laughs> seventh <laughs> over <overtime. laughs> the time. The game was over. I mean, it was like, wait, what? It
1: really was a giant well, letdown. Well, for okay. The well, students. what do
14: you think? I mean, mm-hmm. what do you think? The <laughs> on the two is a little weird.
1: Hey, did you know that on the two is a little weird? A few years ago. Uh, in baseball, Tulane had a walk-off win over Ole Miss in baseball. Walked it off Mm
3: -hmm.
1: at Ole Miss. I tweeted something like, I thought it was funny at the time, you know, it was years ago, and I tweeted something that said, great, just what Ole Miss students need, another reason to drink. Oh, man. Getting walked off. (laughs) I don't remember you doing that. Well, guess what? Ross Bjork was the athletics director at Ole Miss at that time. Got really, like, apparently angry about it and told some people I worked with, hey, you tell Matt, I don't want him coming over here anymore. I don't want him coming over here. (laughs) Yeah.
14: (laughs) Wait, I remember. This is coming back now. now. This is coming back.
1: And what happened is, like, I think, like, a day later, Ross was like, Oh, whatever, I I didn't mean that. That's no big deal. (laughs) But at the time. At the time. (laughs) It was pretty. I feel like he was just. Pretty yeah.
14: mad because almost lost, don't you think? He was, it he was, was just, a timing He was really reaching there. It was the timing of it. It was really
1: yeah. It was a sore spot. And
14: Sometimes you, you know, have impeccable timing.
1: Yeah. Yeah, uh, you know, I've outgrown the send out Twitter funny stuff. Okay, so there's more rules, by the way. Oh, okay. Um, who
14: who decides that all these are, the need rules to happen? Committee,
1: rules committees. Uh. Coordinator of officials, who's now Steve Shaw. He's the national coordinator of officials. He used to do it for the SEC. Okay, but anyway, uh, so There's you used all the to have roles. they the team area of the bench, which nobody other than team members could be in last year because of COVID. They expanded it from the fifteen yard line to the fifteen,
4: mm-hmm.
1: so it's this huge area. You couldn't go in it if you weren't on the team. Now they've moved it back to the twenty, so it's a little bit smaller team area, mm. but. Coaches are going to be flagged for unsportsmanlike conduct penalties if they leave the coach's box now. So when you know players get on the field, uh, leave the team area. Like the players go out, they're out there, you know, either between a play or getting ready to start one. If the coach walks out on the field, they're supposed to call right there. Boop, fifteen yard penalty. Mm-hmm. Mm. Better stay on the sideline. That's new for this year. Oh. What
14: pushed them to that? Did a lot of them run on the field?
1: Yeah, coaches run out there and holler at officials, and wow. they're supposed to stay on the sideline. What's the coach's
14: box? The whole team area?
1: Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. The whole team area.
14: This The coach's box just means on the sidelines.
1: Yeah, that's basically what it means. Okay, wow. Um,
14: that's fair, I guess.
1: Unsportsmanlike penalties. All right. Video board and audio and lighting operators. Oh, may now not create any distraction that obstructs play this year. If they are found guilty of doing that, the team will get an unsportsmanlike <laughs> conduct penalty. <laughs> That's absurd. That's a true story.
14: You know how many millions of dollars people are spending on all this stuff to make it look good and get excited about it?
1: man. Who gets um, to
14: decide if it's, a, if it's bothering the team?
1: <laughs> I don't know. At Alabama, When Alabama, that that one needs to go. In Tuscaloosa, between plays and after a touchdown, Alabama flashes. Those bright, these bright bright. red lights just start flashing. The whole thing turns red and bright and red and bright. It is. Yeah. Hey, it is like torture. It's like light torture. It'll give you a headache, make people sick. No
14: penalty because it'll be after they score.
1: Yeah, they better. Big Al screams too. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, they play that too incessantly. You can hear that. Oh, and the other rule is if you're a player, you gotta have your t-shirt under your pads, tucked in. It can't be hanging out the flap out of the back. I feel like
14: maybe the rules committee had a little bit too much off time this offseason.
1: <laughs> when they sobered up, they realized what That's they had to do. That's it. All right, those are the new rules. All right. Stick it.
5: There's a lot of noise when it comes to 5G. We
10: are 5G ready. Ah! After these messages, we'll be right back.
9: For double enjoyment, reach for Beech Knot Peppermint Gum. It sparkles your smile, your breath, your whole sense of enjoyment. Beechnut Peppermint in the familiar yellow pack.
1: Jeans do come true. Blue Delta Jeans makes the best fitting, most comfortable jeans in the world. Let's dive in and see what we have here. Do what I did. Visit BlueDeltaJeans.com find your fit just for my listeners enter discount code matt wyatt just answer the questions bluedeltajeans.com answer the questions use this code use the code you're going to get a discount they are the most comfortable jeans I've ever
11: worn Farm Bureau Insurance stands ready to provide financial relief to our communities in this time of crisis. This includes a one-time credit to all personal auto policyholders, a donation of $500,000 to the Mississippi Food Network, and additional payment options for those hit the hardest. All while continuing to service customer claims as well. But this is the time to go above and beyond. These are a few ways we're keeping the Farm Bureau promise. To learn more, talk to your agent or visit us online. Go with the home team.
1: Hey, y'all, let me tell you a little bit about C Spire. New stuff in 2021, including 5G coverage. If you go to their website right now, cspire.com, you're going to see their no bull, which by the way, I love the Super Bowl ad with the slow motion bull. You're going to see that on the website. But look, they're right there's been a lot of bull over the years in your wireless bill, depending on if you know who you were with. And my experience with C Spire is just like they say, there's no bull. I know what it's gonna cost me each month. I know what my coverage is, is the number one coverage in Mississippi, period, the number one network. And they've got 5G phones that are 5G ready. Now, I have the new iPhone twelve Pro Max, got it at C Spire, went and did curbside at my local C Spire. Location and did the exchange where I traded in my old one, got the new one, and it's 5G capable. And we've got 5G coverage in parts of Mississippi, and it's just growing by the day. So you really ought to check that out. Okay. And in terms of the new phones, you got deals going on on those as well. Find those out at cspire.com. Cspire, customer inspired.
4: After these messages will be right
8: back. Every farmer understands their farm can't thrive without some good partners, like sun, soil, and rain. And farmers in North Mississippi also rely on another important partner, Mississippi Land Bank, because land and farm financing are Mississippi Land Bank's primary focus. We've grown alongside these farmers' crops for more than 100 years. We understand what a farmer needs, and we know the lay of the land in North Mississippi, and that's where I stand.
12: A lot of people in the equipment world, you know, things kind of go in trends, I guess if you want to say it. Um, So kind of the first big thing uh, that we look at when we start evaluating our business is going to be our turf equipment. That's kind of the first big push because once the, you know, once everything, the water dries up and the grass starts growing, this is what everybody's looking to get. Uh, we carry the new Wright stand-up mower. Doesn't look like much, but this thing is, and it costs you as much as zero turn. It's not a cheap unit at all. I mean, if you go out there and look at that zero turn, this thing right here. I mean, it's got all your components from your big pumps to your commercial engine to your large steel deck. Um, and these guys were the first ones to make the standard mower.
13: Better buy, better buy. Better buy, better buy, better buy, bird's
12: eye. Yes, always
2: look for this bird's eye bird, your guarantee of top quality frozen food. And your big bird's eye buy this week is bird's eye orange juice. Easy, you can serve it in a minute. Thrifty, it will save you money. Orchard fresh and delicious. Better buy, bird's eye.
13: Better buy, better better bird's eye.
9: Now, if you know your oats and want to feel your oats, and taste how good an oat cereal can be, well, you go for Cheerios. Great way to start the day with really great eating. That's Cheerios, one of the few foods made from oats. The tasty cereal grain everyone should have at breakfast. Crisp and golden, as only a toasted oat cereal can be. And nourishing? Why, a Cheerios breakfast gives you the power protein that grown-ups need to help stay in trim. And youngsters need to grow on. Toasted oat goodness. Toasted oat flavor. A delicious power breakfast. That's Cheerio. And on your
0: radio on ESPN 105.9, The Zone. I'm going to fix a
4: casserole.
1: How about a little casserole hour with you? Hit us up. Comment on the live stream. Text me. Call me. What's up? Welcome in. Hour three of the show off and running. I'm Matt in the bureau. Farm Bureau Insurance Studio. Hour 3 is presented by Overstreet Properties in Starkville. If you're moving there, just spending a few nights there, whatever the case is, if it involves a place to stay, either permanently or temporarily, in and around Starkville, that's where you go. Overstreet Properties, check out the contact info at overstreetproperties.com. So a lot to get into. I will give you a heads up. If everything goes according to plan... Then in just a bit, we'll get to talk to Bart Gregory. He's doing a little traveling. I I just saw, I didn't know, it wasn't like I talked to Bart about it, but I saw an Instagram post that he put up from the Superdome last night in New Orleans. He and his lovely wife got to go watch the Saints um, whip up on the Jaguars. Now, you know, it's a preseason game and it wound up being a close score because the Jaguars put up some fourth quarter points with all the backups in there. Uh, So wins, losses, whatever. They did win the game. But, you know, 14-0, pretty dominant first quarter for the Saints starters against the Jags. Jameis Winston was 9 of 10 with two touchdowns that were not only, like, really good throws and kind of big boy reads and throws for Jameis, but phenomenal catches by Marquez Callaway. Here's what it sounded like on ESPN. Second and
3: six. Winston will load up and throw it down the middle of the field. There is heavy contact on Callaway. And the flags come in. Wow. That's how Jameis starts. Incredible grab for Callaway. What an opening drive for the Saints.
1: And then later in the court.
3: Second down of nine. Winston under pressure, throwing for Callaway. Marquez Callaway. A second spectacular touchdown catch tonight. This is a great throw and catch against the Jaguars.
1: I mean, it was really good. In, in pressure, man-to-man zero blitz. Guy coming off the edge. Jameis knew it wasn't going to be picked up. He stepped right into it, threw the ball, good throw, one-on-one up the sideline, took the lick, touchdown. And uh, the rest is history. looks like Jameis is your starter. But anyway, had a big crowd in there. We've talked about how the Saints were doing some different things COVID-wise, like you supposedly had to prove before you could go in there uh, that you'd either been vaxxed or tested negative. Hey, let's talk to somebody who was there. Huh? Let's do it. Right now, on the Divinity phone, Divinity Equipment in Madison and in Jackson, you're Kubota dealer. They are the oldest Kubota dealer in the U.S. It means Davinny has been doing it better longer than anyone else. Right here, at Davini on the phone, Bart Gregory from Parts Unknown. Bart, how was the game last night? <laughs> hey, it was
6: pretty cool to see uh, to be in a ball game without fans, you while know, with fans. And so, yeah, you know, last year was was kind of surreal, and it kind of got back into it last night. Now it wasn't packed; it was that's a preseason game, and I, I think that's one of the great things about the the NFL with their concession. People with their people, you know, taking up tickets and screeners of that nature. You have preseason games to kind of get your your feet up under you a little bit, and so yeah. you know, they had a crowd last night. I thought it was probably 40 50 percent full, but okay. But uh, no, it was definitely good to have a have a game in front of you where you actually had people in the stands.
1: Bart, um, and and as much detail as you're comfortable giving me and giving us, what I'm really curious about is that ingress part of this, you know, getting into the Superdome? Because everything I'd read said the Saints were going to have this policy where they were going to check and make sure you were either vaccinated or had recently tested negative for you to be able to get into the game and all this. And I assumed last night, first one in the Dome, even though it's a preseason game, was the same way. What was that process like?
6: It was about as easy as you could possibly ask for, to be quite honest with you. And I, I kind of tried to peruse through social media last night during the game just to kind of see you know what kind of what kind of idiots were out there raising crazy craziness out there about how hard it was to get in because it was it was very easy. Um, I, hey, I'm, I'm not ashamed to admit it. I, I'm vaccinated, and so it, it made the process easy for me. And uh, but you know you had to you could either have your card with you, you could have a picture of your card, and of course you know. A lot of states have you know the apps or the other websites you know Louisiana has a, a portal where they have the, the uh, you know your vaccination records Mississippi has the ID notify that you can go in and, and your vaccination records are there. I just screenshot it showed it to the nice lady and um, you know come all come through mm-hmm. now it was it was a very it was a very easy process it was just another layer and that was to get into the champion square, they extended the perimeter out and then, you know, when you got to the actual gate the the ticket, you know, the, the ushers and people were there to, to take the ticket. But you know, the, the thing about and I thought where LSU is gonna do something very similar where well, mm-hmm. they announced that this morning and you know, the thing that 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 makes it different and you know, I've been going to Saints games for a long time and, and people ask the question, Man, how how can the Saints figure it out as, as well as they do and and you know, sometimes you have t- the troubles going into college venues. Mm. The thing you have to think about with the NFL with the resources of the NFL, the backing of the NFL, with the NFL teams as well, is it's almost like an apples and oranges situation because they have an overabundance of personnel. They have an overabundance of technology that is there to make that process go easy. So, you know, when you when you go to a college game, if you go to an LSU game and you sit there and say, "Man, it took a little bit longer to go," you know, it, you are dealing kind of an apples and oranges situation with
1: the NFL. Sure, Bart Gregory on your radio, he's with Mississippi State, and you see and hear him on the SEC Network Plus for Mississippi State sports. You hear him pregame, postgame Mississippi State football on the radio, so he's everywhere. Uh, has an outstanding podcast with uh, Charlie Winfield called "Out of Left Field." Check that out if you haven't already. Uh, but we get to talk to him a little bit. Parts I no. He's know he's traveling but went to uh, the game last night. And, Bart, the way I knew that you went is I follow you on Instagram and you posted a picture of uh, you and your lovely wife outside the uh, stadium. And you are amongst us, those of us who have outkicked our coverage. I think you know that. <laughs> um, well, I think
6: she'd tell you the same thing.
1: So. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, facts are facts, man. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing wrong yeah,
6: with that. Shoot, shoot. No man, it's uh no. We had a good time last night. We uh we went down and and that's the great thing about you know about New Orleans is you know, it's so close to just about any part of Mississippi. And so mm-hmm. uh, I think that's one of the reasons they have such a great fan base. And we never have a chance, you know, we, we, when we're traveling, we're doing ball games. Hey, we got you know under two weeks now the football starts, and and so we just kind of decided on a whim to, to head down that way, and it, it, we had a good time.
1: Well, and I was going to ask you. I don't know that. I- I've ever really talked to you about it. I, I know I've seen you've gone to a bunch of Saints games. Just in talking to you over the years, do you identify as a Saints fan?
6: Yeah, I do. I mean, I, I guess I do. I'm not. I'm not one of these guys that you know projects everything out on social media. And mm-hmm. uh, but I've always been a. I've always been somewhat of a Saints fan. Yeah. And I, I think as the as I have gotten older and the Saints have gotten better. Uh, but I have matriculated more into that you know into that area. So, mm. uh, of course, I follow all our NFL guys, and I think I'm I'm like a lot of people in the state of Mississippi. When you know, when Dak went to the Cowboys, I'd never been a Cowboys guy at all. But you know, I watch Cowboys play every Sunday now. So sure, um, I've I've always been somewhat of a I'm not a diehard NFL fan, but I really enjoy it a lot. I think their product, I think the product they figured it out, and as far as game times, as far as just Mm -hmm. Everything about the NFL game, they have figured it out.
1: I went, uh, got to go several years ago, the the last SEC championship game in the Georgia Dome before they tore it down. It was Alabama-Florida. And we spent the night, and the very next day in the Dome, it was Falcons and Chiefs back when Alex Smith was the Chiefs quarterback. And, Bart, within 24 hours, it was remarkable to me how different the atmospheres were not that one was good one was yep. bad but like totally different like the the college atmosphere i would describe it more as like yeah there was an intensity but there was also a formal part of the whole thing man the nfl game the next day was like people in jerseys and jeans and a party <laughs> and every time out there's dancing and laughing and i mean it was it was a party the nfl game was
6: yeah, that, people act like nobody's watching and, and nobody knows who they are, you know. But he, and and here's the thing, you know, about the NFL and about the Saints. And you know, if you've never been to a game down there, and there's really three. If you if you talk to people involved in the NFL, and I actually heard Trey Wingo say this yesterday, he was uh, on a Saints pregame show and was talking about the three places in the NFL with New Orleans, with Kansas City, like you just said, with the Chiefs and Seattle, are three venues that are. Very similar to what you see at some of the big-time college football places, mm-hmm. yeah. and you know when you start talking about the great, great atmospheres, and so that, that's that's what makes it pretty cool. Hey, uh, I heard you talking about Jameis. You know, yep. before I came on the air, man. Hey, he looked uh, he looked pretty good last night. Now Callaway made him look good too. <laughs> so, look, um,
1: where were you sitting in regards to those two catches?
6: <laughs> on the app, op- on the opposite. 20-yard line, mm. so I was, uh, I was a ways away from them, but hey, let me ask you this question, and, and Charlie and I actually talked about I appreciate you popping the podcast man. again, mm. uh, Charlie and I actually talked about this the other day, I want to ask you a question, you've gone through preseason camps, I'm thinking about, you know, preseason NFL, preseason scrimmages in college football, it's, it's almost like to me, you know, so many times guys try to marry stats, okay, and they try to compare stats, mm. this guy's versus this guy's, I thought last night, Was one of those nights where, you know, coming out, Jameis, it was almost like a three step drop out of shotgun, quick seven, you know, seven yard slant. And then when Taysom Hill came in the game, it was more play action, set up at the pocket. It's almost like there's no, you've got different linemen, you've got different Mm -hmm. receivers. It's really no way to, to tell. It's almost like the coaching staff tries to do. Two completely different things with the two different style of quarterbacks.
1: Am I wrong on that? No, not at all. Right, because it's practice. Okay, that's yeah, you know, that's what it is. A, a preseason game in the NFL, sort of, you know, in, in a loose way, sort of akin to these big preseason scrimmages that the colleges have, right? Because um, you can't play another team, so it's a game like practice, and that's all you can do in college, and what you're trying to do is you're you're working on things you need to get better on and you're trying to get film of people does that make sense so if absolutely you, you know so if you are the saints and you're trying to evaluate two players that are close to each other in a quarterback competition well that means that they may be two individuals that have different things they need to work on different things they they need to prove they can do and so they get a different set of play calls, not to mention they're playing with different personnel. You know, so that's why the preseason stats, scrimmage stats, all of that—you have to be really careful looking at that stuff because it can fool you. You know, as as a, I Absolutely. guess that's the way I would answer it if that makes any sense to you.
6: Exactly. You know, like Taysom Hill last night. I mean, you know who Taysom Hill is, and we saw him just a little bit last year when Drew Brees was hurt. And we saw what made him successful. And as a, a guy that's in a drop back style in the pocket, Mm. looking deep over the middle of the field, he's not that guy. But that was almost like every play call last night was that, I guess, just trying to see if, if if the improvement is there and to work Mm. on the deficiencies. And so that's why, you know, I, I never, I never put any stock whatsoever in preseason stats as far as what a quarterback does.
1: I'll tell you what I put a stock in, you know, Bart, is the way that offensive line plays for the Saints. They're, they're number one offensive line. Oh, yeah. they, they so overmatched on the line of scrimmage when the first string was in there in the first quarter. The Saints really overmatched Jacksonville offensive line and defensive line.
6: And I think that's where the Saints are going to be. Everybody's talking about, you know, you, you lose true breeze. Well, there goes the franchise, you know? Yeah. But at the end of the day, <laughs> at the end of the day, what it was, the fifth best defense last year in the league. So you've got a defense that's solid. You don't have to throw it and put up as many points as you have in the past to be successful. Yeah. Um, cause you, you've got a, you've got a base to work with. And so, hey, the only thing, the thing about Jameis Winston that everybody thinks of, is that year a couple of years ago where he had 30 and 30, you know, the over 30 touchdowns, 30 interceptions. Mm. You know, if if Sean Payton is going to put him in a position to kind of limit those, I mean, that's what he did with Drew Brees. Right. I mean, you limit chances of turning the ball over. And so, um, anyway, that's yeah. – uh, anyway. Yeah. Hey, I, I can't yeah. believe that. We can now say we play next weekend.
4: I <laughs> know. Isn't that
6: fun to say?
1: Oh, man. I mean,
6: I mean it's, not, it's not three weeks. It's not three weeks. It's not two weeks. It's not four weeks. We
1: say next weekend. Next weekend, eleven days. It's like I was thinking about it. You know, Monday we're going to have Mike Leach's game week press conference, game week prep, and getting ready to play a ball. Hey, speaking of Mr. Bart Gregory of the Bulldog Club, uh, have we sold any tickets? We're going to have any fans there for the ball game? We'll I
6: have a few. No, nah, man. Everything <laughs> is everything. <laughs> everything's going well, man. It, you know. It's uh, it's like everywhere else, man. You know, you've got you've got some folks who have who have you know dropped out. You've got a lot of new people who have come aboard, and and you know, we we've always said, and, and you look at this trend across college sports across across college football, is what, what last year did is it got people out of the habit, you know, mm-hmm. and you know, somebody somebody may have said, hey, I enjoy having my Saturdays off, or I enjoy being able to go fishing in the morning and then watch three games at one time and said, hey, you know what, first time in a while, I'm going to let those tickets go. But I've got to a up, man, once the tailgates start happening, once everybody starts talking about the, the fun times that they had in Starkville and Oxford and Annabelle, I think you're going to get a lot of those people coming back saying, you know what, you just can't replicate it sitting on the, sitting on the couch.
1: No doubt. Hey, and Bart, speaking of tailgates, so I got a box delivered to my house this week from Country Meat Packers, on Highway 49 in Florence. and And I opened it up, and it had that dry ice in there. You know, like it's so cold, if you touch it, it feels like it burns almost, you know? (laughs) And I took it out, and, okay, there was pork chops stuffed with crab meat.
6: Those are phenomenal.
1: Yeah, and my producer, Bill, has had those before. There's pork chops stuffed with sausage, which I've had. And then something I had... One time back, when just before Mississippi State made it to the finals against Vanderbilt in Omaha, it is the the pork loin um, stuffed with mac, and cheese, <laughs> mac and, and cheese and wrapped in bacon. Have you ever had that? Yes, sir.
6: Yes, sir. And I've, I've got it multiple times. Yeah, Henry knew what he was doing when he sent that home with me the first time <laughs> because he knew I'd be a recurring customer. And I have been a recurring customer. And, hey, Matt, here's here's the thing, and I, I don't want to, you know, I don't, I don't want to pub somebody because they're a sponsor of your show. Mm. The product's just it's just, it's just better than anything out yeah. there. Yeah. It's just a good product. I mean, that's one of the great things about it. It's a good thing. It's a good product. It's a Mississippi-made product, and you just don't get any better people than the people down there. Mm. And so, man, that, that's what makes it so great to me. And that's what we always eat at our house because, not because of the good people, but it's the best product, the best sausage you can possibly eat.
1: And there's no doubt about it. There were some new hats in that box, and I put one on. I was wearing it the next day, and I realized I sniffed it, and it smelled like the butcher shop down there. At, uh <laughs>
6: <laughs> well, so. yeah. So that's the thing, you know. Mal- Mallory graduated last year at state. Henry's mm-hmm. daughter Mallory, and now she's involved in the company, and, and so you know she's dressed the place up a little bit now. I'm telling you, she's getting those getting those cool hats and mm. do a lot of cool things down there. And so, yeah,
1: it's, it's pretty fun to see. It is. Hey, uh, Bart, I want to tell you, White Denzel texted me on the Country Pleasing text line. The, speaking of, he says, will you let Bart know that we appreciated him coming to our cabin at the fair, at the Neshoba County Fair a few weeks ago, and that it meant a lot for him to come by and see us. So you were down there politicking, huh? Shaking hands. Man,
6: yeah. And, and I ate two big old, big old helping uh, pull pork at their cabin too and uh yeah i was in there for three nights we had a great time i love i love the bishop county fair we've got a cabin down there and have a great time so yeah it's uh, it's a great place to pop it, great place to eat and so you know me matt that's like heaven for me man mm. i,
1: <laughs> I want to go next year bart um the only time i've been I didn't have the best experience because I wound up getting a bad headache, and then I got in my car, and my car wouldn't crank. And I want to go and have a good experience. Hey, it sounded like Mike Leach, real quick. I got about a minute left. It Sounded like Mike Leach had a really good time down there. Is that what? Is that how you would describe it?
6: I, yeah, I do a lunch with Coach Leach, a little Q and A deal for a sponsor. It's you know, right that Friday, and it was right after he'd gone on Thursday. And I said, "Hey, what'd you think of the fair?" And he said, "Let me tell you, they got horse racing, they got country music." Everybody kind of just talks. They are, they're off their cell phone. Count me in. I'm coming back. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm engaged. I'm engaged in this. I will be. I will be back the entire week next year. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that.
1: Well, the people that took him said that he was genuinely frustrated with them that they made him leave. Like he had to leave to ride home with them, and he genuinely did not want to leave the Neshoba County Fair. And you could see how that would be. Yeah, he was
6: one of friends. He was down there with Flint. I mean, he was—he knew a bunch of people. He got down there and realized he knew a bunch of people there. Of hmm. course, Flint Minshew was down there, and I think Flint was leading him around. Oh, okay, and I so, guess. You. you know, you're gonna have a good—you're gonna have a good time with that group. And so, anyway, yeah, yeah I think he had a great time. That's that's what—that's what's so fun is if you get in that setting with Mike Leach, you may be five hours <laughs> and you never once talk about football. That's it, and that's what's so fun.
1: I talked to him between drills at one of the practices out at the practice fields last week, uh, Bart, and the entire conversation was about oysters. (laughs) Now, now keep in mind, he had just walked away from 11-on-11 team and then was getting ready to do something else, and we talked for five minutes, and it was about oysters. And what it came down to was... He felt like the raw oyster just doesn't have enough flavor, and that's why people put Tabasco really? sauce on it. Yeah, that's what well, it came down to. <laughs> well, the
6: best one I've heard is the argument between he and Jack and Cheryl about who's better, Robert Earl Keane or Lyle Levin. <laughs> so that's the best debate
1: I've ever heard in my life. I can't imagine. <laughs> oh, I would love to hear that. Well, Bart, safe travels, man. Get back home safely, and I'll see you at Davis Wade sooner than later.
4: Sounds good. I always appreciate it,
1: Matt. Yep. Thank you. That's Bart Gregory on your radio. Y'all follow him on Twitter if you don't. He's at Bart Gregory, SEC Network Plus. And check out the Out of Left Field podcast, he and Charlie Winfield. All right. Casserole hour starts next. It'll be a casserole half hour. Stick around.
10: messages so will be right back.
9: for double enjoyment reach for beach peppermint gum it sparkles your smile your breath your whole sense of enjoyment beach peppermint
1: in the familiar yellow pack jeans do come true blue delta jeans makes the best fitting most comfortable jeans in the world let's dive in and see what we have here do what i did visit BlueDeltaJeans.com find your fit just for my listeners enter discount code matt wyatt just answer the questions bluedeltajeans.com answer the questions use this code use the code you're going to get a discount they are the most comfortable jeans i've ever worn
11: Farm Bureau Insurance stands ready to provide financial relief to our communities in this time of crisis. This includes a one-time credit to all personal auto policyholders, a donation of $500,000 to the Mississippi Food Network, and additional payment options for those hit the hardest. All while continuing to service customer claims as well. But this is the time to go above and beyond. These are a few ways we're keeping the Farm Bureau promise. To learn more, talk to your agent or visit us online go with the home team
1: hey y'all let me tell you a little bit about c spire new stuff in 2021 including 5g coverage if you go to their website right now cspire.com you're going to see their no bull which by the way i love the super bowl ad with a slow motion bull you're going to see that on the website but look they're right there's been a lot of bull over the years in your wireless bill, depending on if, you know who you were with. And my experience with C Spire is just like they say, there's no bull. I know what it's going to cost me each month. I know what my coverage is. Is the number one coverage in Mississippi, period, the number one network. And they've got 5G phones that are 5G ready. Now, I have the new iPhone 12 Pro Max. Got it at C Spire. Went and did curbside at my local C Spire location and did the exchange where I traded in my old one and got the new one. And it's 5G capable. And we've got 5G coverage in parts of Mississippi and it's just growing by the day. So you really ought to check that out. Okay. And in terms of the new phones, you got deals going on on those as well. Find those out at cspire.com. C Spire, customer Inspired. After
4: these messages, will be
8: right back. Every farmer understands their farm can't thrive without some good partners, like sun, soil, and rain. And farmers in North Mississippi also rely on another important partner, Mississippi Land Bank, because land and farm financing are Mississippi Land Bank's primary focus. We've grown alongside these farmers' crops for more than 100 years. We understand what a farmer needs, and we know the lay of the land in North Mississippi. And that's where I stand.
12: A lot of people in the equipment world, you know, things kind of go in trends, I guess, if you want to say it. Um, So kind of the first big thing uh that we look at when we start evaluating our business is going to be our turf equipment that's kind of the first big push because once the you know once everything the water dries up and the grass starts growing this is what everybody's looking to get Uh, we carry the new wright stand-up mower doesn't look like much but this thing is and it costs just as much as zero turn not a cheap unit at all i mean if you go out there and look at that zero turn this thing right here, I mean, it's got all your components from your big pumps to your commercial engine to your large steel deck. Um, and these guys were the first ones to make the standard mower. Better
13: buy bird's <laughs> Better buy, better buy, better buy Birdseye.
2: Yes, always look for this bird's eye bird, your guarantee of top quality frozen food. And your big bird's eye buy this week is bird's eye orange juice. Easy, you can serve it in a minute. Thrifty, it will save you money.
0: We have another totally awesome episode for you today. And it's streaming right now online at the Zone1059.com and on your radio on ESPN
1: 105.9. The Zone and Go. Ba, 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 Back with you. What's up? All right, let's roll. Um Hey Bill. Hey Matt. Is Ryan still hanging on? Uh, yes, he is. He's a patient fellow, isn't he? Yes, sir. He must be. Hey, Ryan, appreciate you being patient. Give me about 30 seconds to one minute of the best phone call you can give me. What's up?
7: Boom, you know.
2: <laughs> you know it's been that, you know, Hey, I just wanted to tell you, you know, the best, well, you were talking about the mac and cheese, you know. <laughs> you know, I just saw the best mac and cheese little
6: recipe, I thought, you know, it is. You get the bacon and then you get the you know the craft mac and cheese and you know you, you know stuff it together and then and you roll it up and then you put it inside of a brisket and then you smoke the brisket and you put the bacon on it. And boom! You got mac and cheese. You know, <laughs> so it's like the little tobacco. You know, it's pretty good, but it also will set you back a few on the you know a the old weight loss. Better,
1: it tastes better. <laughs> and if Brett Favre was in that, he'd be here. <laughs> Brett Favre, uh, yes, I enjoy the Madden. Thank you for the call. Thank you for the call. That was worth the wait. I like his John Madden impression. <laughs> you hear that, Beaver? You're yeah, ducking. <laughs> Somebody pass that along to Beaver. <laughs> I'll let Beaver know. He's probably in a building somewhere right now. Getting ready for let him. Beaver yeah. know that that is a good John Madden impression. I yeah. should have... Yeah. He was on Fox more than he was in, uh, in Monday Night Football. I should have played that music instead of that. Yeah.
5: There you go. Yeah,
1: that's what I should have done. Well... um, here we are as a part of the casserole hour. I would like to um, give you a heads up. We will get in the Wayback Machine at some point. Bill and I will. will jump over there and see what uh, is spinning in the Wayback Machine a little bit later. But I have some other things I want to throw your way. Okay, you do have the alliance it has been announced. It's a big old whatever. So what? It's not like they are forming a new conference. They're not really changing anything other than they're going to schedule each other a little more often. That is the Pac-12, the Big Ten, and the ACC are going to schedule each other a little more often in football, men's and women's basketball. That's basically all it is. There's not even a contract. There's nothing on paper. It's just they said they would do it. And so good for them. You know, scheduling. I like interesting games. Whatever. I'm not criticizing it. They can do what they want to do. Have at it. I thought I would pass this along Uh, Brett McMurphy, bowl projections, go ahead and make your plans and buy your tickets and reserve your hotel rooms based on these predictions. (laughs) I'm totally kidding. I don't mean that. All right. They predict, he predicts, Ohio State versus Alabama in the national title game, but the playoff would be... Alabama and Georgia from the SEC, Ohio State from the Big Ten, and Oklahoma from the 12, soon-to-be SEC, uh, with Alabama and Ohio State advancing the title game. All right. New Year's Six Bowls. He predicts Texas A&M versus Iowa State in the Sugar Bowl. Utah versus Wisconsin in the Rose Bowl. North Carolina versus, how about this, UCF in the Fiesta Bowl. Gus Malzahn going to take them to a New Year's Six? And year one, and then Clemson versus Oregon in the Peach Bowl. How about Clemson not making it to the uh, playoff, according to these bowl projections from Brett McMurphy and the Action Network? Elsewhere, he's got TCU versus Mississippi State in the Texas Bowl in Houston, Texas, played at NRG Stadium, home of the Houston Texans. He's got Florida versus Penn State in the Citrus. He's got Michigan versus LSU in the Outback. He has uh, Miami versus Auburn in the Gator Tax Slayer Bowl, Jacksonville. He's got Louisville, a bowl team, versus UCLA in the Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl. Bill, did you realize that the Sun Bowl was now the Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl? Yeah, I think it changed a couple of years back, didn't it? of yeah.
5: Did Tony to Tiger. I always thought it was kind of funny.
1: You know, Bill. Great, great, great. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Bill. Listen. You know, there are all these signs of age. You know, you're. You know, this like I could fill out the blank here. You know, you're getting old when. Recently, the one I pointed to was when you get one of these little Monday through Friday pill boxes, so you know which pills to take. Right. You know, mm-hmm. you know like you can't getting, remember, right? You have a schedule of pills cuz if you don't have this you will not remember if you took them or not. Okay. That's when you know you are getting old. But you also know you're getting old when you look up and you go, "Tony the Tiger frosted flakes. I haven't eaten frosted flakes in years." Haven't even thought about them in years. And I used to I love can't them. say that cuz I
5: just had some uh, last week, I think. It was
1: Did you? Okay, well oh, maybe I it's not it. a well maybe it's not an them. age thing then. Maybe it's not.
5: That and I like Captain uh, Captain Crunch, too.
1: Mm, the peanut yeah. butter flavor. Okay. I just stopped eating cereal at some point. I will say about Frosted Flakes, they are great!
5: <laughs> yes, they are.
1: <laughs> All right. Anyway, he's got uh, Ole Miss versus Pittsburgh in the Mayonnaise Bowl up in Charlotte, North Carolina. It used to be the Belt Bowl. It's at the whatever, home of the... Carolina Panthers. So they have Ole Miss versus Pitt in Charlotte. Indiana versus Missouri in the Music City. Uh, anything else from the SEC? Notre Dame versus Texas in the Cheese it Bowl in Orlando. Wait a minute. Not at the Citrus? It's in Orlando. What is that? Used to be the Citrus. Is it Cheez-It? Well, it's a Cheese it Bowl, but see, there's a Citrus Bowl up here. It must be a different one in Orlando. Hmm. Anywho.
5: They got a bunch of stadiums in Orlando, so they could have more than one. I
1: guess, I guess they could. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I, you know, a whole bunch of project. Oh, yeah, here we go. Kansas State versus Kentucky in the Liberty Bowl, December the 28th. Oh, I'll take this all day. They project Tennessee versus Memphis in the Birmingham Bowl. That'd be a fun one. Tulsa versus Arkansas in the Gasparilla Bowl in Tampa. That's the old Poinsettia Bowl. They play that indoors there, where the Tampa Bay Rays play baseball. Interesting uh, smells in that building. I'll just be honest yeah. with you. Been in there, and I think that's it in terms of SEC teams and bowl games. I believe. Yeah. Well, I'm scrolling to see if they have Southern Miss in one. They got UAB in a bowl. They project. La Tech in one. they got Florida Atlantic in a bowl. They do not have Southern Miss projected at a bowl this year. Um, but I bet they'll make one. I bet Will Hall will make a bowl this year. Anyway, I thought I'd just throw that out there. It's bowl projections. At least one. Thanks, uh, State, being a bowl. Ole Miss kind of has them in the same rung there, um, hovering around New Year's Day, just under the New Year's Six Bowls. Ole Miss and Charlotte State in Texas. You know what? In terms of bowl venues... Hey, Bill, and then I'm coming to the phone. State played at that stadium where the Houston Texans play in Houston, uh, NRG Stadium, against Oklahoma State, season opener 2013 maybe. You get on an elevator, and to go all the way to the top where the press box is, you hit the number eight. You press eight on the elevator. You go past seven-something, all the way to the top. Jim Ellis and I were sitting up there. We're in the radio booth. Well, it's Houston in September. It's 100 degrees in the shade. Well, they've got these huge air conditioners up there blowing cold air to cool that whole place. We froze during that ballgame. Not so much as a long-sleeved shirt, much less a jacket or anything. Right next to the A.C. Froze. I'm talking about absolutely frigid calling that game in early September in Houston, Texas. Jason in Flagstaff, Arizona on line one. What's up, Jason? Jason, you there?
15: That, uh, nothing much. I had a couple of things, and now I've got three. Um, One, I think it, uh, Will Hall may end up being the best hire in the state by the time this is over mm. with. But, um, yeah, he, he specifically said when he got hired, he wasn't waiting to get, quote-unquote, his players. He's going to figure out how to use the ones he has. I love it. Yeah, the uh, um, another thing was the uh, folks talking about the vaccinated people that can, you know, they they still get it and all this stuff. Uh, my VA clinic, we started wholesale vaccinating people in February, and as of now, we've had six breakthrough cases,
4: hmm. and wow. they
15: are all older people who were goofballing around with unvaccinated folks.
1: Hmm. Um, you know and the third thing. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, point blank, the vaccination is is doing what it's supposed to do.
15: Yeah, it's it's rare to have breakthrough cases, and it's even more rare for those people to get bad sick. Yeah, right. So the third thing was Fear the Walking Dead. They went full western. You'd like it?
1: <laughs> oh, really? Okay.
15: Yeah. After about the third season, you'd like
1: it. All right. I'll they, check it out then. They
15: just went full
1: Western. I'll check it All out. All
15: right.
11: Y'all have a good one.
1: Thanks, Jason. Sure. Good to hear from you, man. Okay. Anything goes full Western, I will check it out. I'll give it a shot. Tell you what, I'm going to give it a shot next. Over here in the Wayback Machine, we'll see what we have. Today is National Something Day, Uh Intend to tell you what that is because it hit close to home for me. <laughs> That's all coming up next. Stick around.
11: Bureau Insurance stands ready to provide financial relief to our communities in this time of crisis. This includes a one-time credit to all personal auto policyholders, a donation of $500,000 to the Mississippi Food Network, and additional payment options for those hit the hardest, all while continuing to service customer claims as well. But this is the time to go above and beyond. These are a few ways we're keeping the Farm Bureau promise. To learn more, talk to your agent or visit us online. Go with the home team
10: be right.
1: We are about to have a fire and cook some sausage. A country pleasing sausage is outstanding. Whether you cook it over a fire or in the house. Cook some of this right here. It's green onion, flavor. you see that? But this right here is my favorite. the maple flavor. And this is great for breakfast. It's awesome cooking it in the house because it makes the whole house smell good. Oh yeah. Let's see Country Pleasing Sausage, the best, hands down. If you go to countrypleasing.com, you can actually order this and deliver it to your house. Country Pleasing Sausage, hands down, the best. Trust me. Divinity Equipment, Spring Ridge Road in Jackson, Highway 51 in Madison. Hey, y'all, let me tell you a little bit about C-Spire. New stuff in 2021 including 5G coverage. If you go to their website right now, cspire.com, you're going to see their no bull, which by the way, I love the Super Bowl ad with the slow motion bull. You're going to see that on the website, but look, they're right. There's been a lot of bull over the years in your wireless bill depending on if, you know, who you were with and My experience with C Spire is just like they say, there's no bull. I know what it's going to cost me each month. I know what my coverage is. is the number one coverage in Mississippi, period, the number one network. And they've got 5G phones that are 5G ready. Now I have the new iPhone 12 Pro Max. Got it at C Spire. Went and did curbside at my local C Spire location and did the exchange where I traded in my old one, and got the new one, and it's 5G capable. And we've got 5G coverage in parts of Mississippi, and it's just growing by the day. So you really ought to check that out, okay? And in terms of the new phones, you got deals going on on those as well. Find those out at cspire.com. C Spire customer. Inspired. After these messages, will be right back. Jeans do come true. Blue Delta Jeans makes the best fitting, most comfortable jeans in the world because they are uniquely made for you and only you. Let's dive in and see what we have here. Do what I did visit bluedeltajeans.com. Find your fit, design a jean, and before you know it, you'll be addicted. Just for my listeners, enter discount code Matt Wyatt, all lowercase, uh, BlueDeltaJeans.com. I just entered, you know, what I knew about myself. Well, I just answered the questions, and here they are. Nice. Yeah, Blue Delta. Just answer the questions, and they fit absolutely perfectly. They couldn't fit better. So just go online, BlueDeltaJeans.com, answer the questions, use this code, use the code, you're going to get a discount. They are the Most comfortable jeans I've ever worn. And I know that you are going to love them, too.
4: It's
0: back to the Matt Wyatt Show on the 50,000-watt sports powerhouse. ESPN 105.9 The Zone. And streaming. Check it out online now. At thezone1059.com.
1: Yeah, today is a day that hits close to home. There's actually a little... Uh, double meaning in there. Today is national... I said peach cobbler when I was talking to you, Bill. It's National Mm -hmm. Peach Pie Day. But for... Look, if you're from the South, there ain't no such thing as peach pie. It's peach cobbler.
5: Yep. Right? Well, there is peach pie, but cobbler is better.
1: I mean, it is. That's the thing. I think what we learned in the South where food is the best is peach... Why make peach pie when you could make peach cobbler? There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. Just take that one little extra step there. That's it. I mean, I say close to home, all right? So my family, my roots, everything goes back to Chilton County, Alabama. If you've ever traveled around the south, going to the beach, driving all over the southeast, you know what? Chilton County peaches. That's what you hear about. Even in even outside of Alabama. Chilton County peaches are a big deal. Now, you hear about Georgia being called the peach state, but the most famous peaches in the south and at fruit stands all over the place are Chilton County peaches. Well, that's Chilton County, Alabama. If you go to Birmingham and then you hit I-65 south and drive south, you know, about an hour from Birmingham, a little less than an hour, you're going to drive right through Chilton County. And there's three main exits off the interstate in a town called Clanton Alabama Clanton is where my dad is from his family is from mom his mom dad my grandmother grandfather all there I saw family living there he was my dad was born and raised there Clanton it's the county seat of Chilton County my mother is from Chilton County Maplesville just right outside of Clanton but there's three exits off the interstate of Clanton the first one is the there's Lay Lake and the Lay Dam exit has a huge water tower that is constructed in the shape of a giant peach and painted like a peach. In fact, when you're traveling south, you see it from a certain angle. It kind of looks like a big old rear end, like somebody's mooning you up there. You know how that peach has a crack in it? Yeah, just Mm -hmm. being, being honest there. They're famous for peaches. And what I'm saying, I have eaten peaches in lots of different ways. One of the best ways is just cut them up. Heat them up on the stove and put them on biscuits in the morning. Maybe a little sugar. Maybe you don't need it.
5: Sugar would be good on there.
1: Yeah. But I don't think I have ever had what they call peach pie. I've just had peach cobbler until I'm blue in the face. Peach cobbler, a staple at elementary school (laughs) lunchrooms. Right? They give you pizza and peach cobbler. (laughs) Anyway, peach. It's also National Waffle Day, Bill. Uh-oh. You like waffles? Oh, yeah, like waffles. You like chicken and waffles? Oh, yeah. Yeah, me too. I think the best so, – this, this is weird to bring this up, but it's not related to anything. The best chicken and waffles I think I've ever had was at a restaurant in downtown Manhattan, Kansas, 2018. Is that right? Yep. 2018, we made a trip out there. State played at Kansas State. And that night after we flew in, Neil Price and I and a couple others went. And I don't remember the name of it. It's downtown Manhattan, which is a nice, actually, little town. And uh, we're in this restaurant. And a, a portion of the Kansas State pep band came in and started playing their fight song and stuff. It was pretty neat. Just b- busted into the restaurant. Guy had a tuba. He's standing up on a the table. And they're all playing. Anyway, in there, I ordered chicken and waffles. And man, man. It was real deal. It was good. Let's see if this is any good in the Wayback Machine. Bill, you ready? I'm ready. Let's see what we can come up with here. You're right.
5: going way back today.
1: Yeah, this is way on back. There's only two choices I had on the list today. I was a tyke. Okay, so I wouldn't even have thought. All right. American Bandstand History on this day, August 24th, 1961. Neil, is it Sedaka? Sedaka. Neil, Neil Sedaka. That was the guy who played the piano, right? Sweet, yeah. Sweet, he plays sweet piano. Little you. So little you. Sweet, sweet, Neil Sedaka performs Sweet Little You. He's definitely a soprano. Of, yeah.
13: Oh, yeah. Sweet so Little You.
1: I'm trying to think, Bill, didn't Neil Sedaka make a cameo appearance in one of those Austin Powers movies? Uh, He might have, but, you know, he's famous for
5: his song, Breaking Up is Hard to Do. He did it back in the 60s in a fast version, and then in the 80s, he did a slow version of it that became a hit again. Yeah. And he's mentioned in a Captain Antonio song about Sedaka's back, because he had a really big, big hits in the 80s. Yeah. Okay.
1: He yeah, really had like two careers.
10: All right, so that was I on this day,
1: way. 1961. Neil Sedaka, Sweet Little You. One year later, on the same day, August 24th, exactly one year later, 1962, on the American Bandstand stage, Dave Baby Cortez with Rinky Dink. <laughs>
5: And this is an instrumental because, you know, he's a guitarist.
1: So all he does is play the guitar.
5: Well, actually, he's an organist. I'm sorry, he's an organist. That's (laughs) That's him on the organ. Hammond B3, by the way.
1: So all he did is sit up there and play the organ? Yeah. That sounds like that little hit from that uh, song... I know she's. I know she's talking about In, from uh, Dirty Dancing <laughs> uh, yep. on the Dirty Dancing soundtrack. Um.
5: Love, yes, love is strange. The
1: love is strange. That's it. And Mickey and Sylvia doing "Love Is Strange." Okay, well, that's exactly what that is. Yeah, so Dave
5: Baby Cortez <laughs> instrumental.
1: Okay. Way you learned something. You took it way back
5: because I was like seven and eight years old when those came out.
1: So (laughs) when you got in the Wayback Machine today, you went way back. I sure did. Yeah. Well, those things never (laughs) fail to surprise you. Uh, I got a sports uh, nugget or two from the Wayback Machine. Let's see if I can find the dates on this. All right. We'll start in uh, baseball, 19. Seventy-one. On this day, August the 24th, so late in the season of the Major League season in 1971, Ernie Banks hit the final home run of his career against the Cincinnati Reds.
9: This is the second of a three-game series between the Reds and the Cubs. Cubs won yesterday, 6-3.
1: Here's a good shot
2: off the bat of Ernie Banks. Deep to left field.
1: There you go. That was his 512th and final home run of his career. Hit it on this day, August 24th, 1971. one. All right. Four years later, August the 24th, 1975. Here you go, Cardinals fans. Lou Brock stole his 800th base of his career. Cardinals beat the Braves 6-2. It was in St. Louis. And uh, it was his second stolen base of the game. It was his 800th on this day. Now, he finished with, I believe, 893. And I found the clip of that one, his final stolen base. Rise Laban looks. He's going. The pitch is high. The throw is safe. He stole it. The throw got by the
9: shortstop and Brock has done it. They would have thrown him out, but the shortstop couldn't handle the bad throw. And this is it, folks. Brock has now stolen 893. Teammates out of the dugout onto the field, and all of the reporters, newspaper people, photographers on the field,
1: much reminiscent of the night he broke the champion, Wills' record. Yeah, and that was uh, Wills. Yeah, Jack Buck on the call. Yep, that was there Jack the, Buck, yes, yeah, sure for was. the Cardinals. Joe's pappy, Joe's dad. Boy, he really had an iconic voice. Not, oh, yeah. not only iconic in that it was you know recognized but the voice itself was just one that you know it's so easy to pick him out mm-hmm. who it is uh, you know i guess maybe you could say that for anybody who's famous but but his was really made for that you know
5: you know we were talking about neil sedaka here's a song you might remember from him oh
1: yeah Yeah, I remember that song. It's been laughter so long. Laughter in the rain. Laughter in the rain. It's been so long since I heard it. That's it. That's it. What, what year did the? That, that was. Uh, I'm gonna have to look at it real quick. It's not set up on my screen here. Okay. I'm guessing I mean that was probably what, mid seventies? Yeah, he did. He
5: did that the remake of Breaking Up Is Hard to Do in seventy six. I think this was like the late seventies maybe. It's around that area still.
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, it's um
5: Yeah, it doesn't have a year on it, but I could look So it
1: you up well, you're talking about his career from the first song you played. Just, just He's, looking at yeah. to this one, you're talking about 15 years across a couple of different genres, right there for the same guy.
5: Yeah, he did Break it up it was hard to do in the 60s, and then he came back in 76 and slowed it down and it became a really big hit. Uh-huh. He slowed it down.
1: Very cool. Very cool. Always enjoy. Had yeah, like two the...
5: careers though. You know? one <laughs> yeah. in the 60s and one in
1: the 70s. Uh, right. The music is so different. I guess yeah. had to be if you're kind of keeping up with the times. Very good stuff. He wrote a lot of big hits too. Yeah. Well, we'll try to do another hit show ourselves tomorrow. Yeah, mm-hmm. don't break my arm patting ourselves on the back there. For Bill, I'm Matt. <laughs> everybody here in the Farm Bureau Studio. We'll see you tomorrow. All right. S- another see another bowl
7: of smart pills has been distributed,
15: and I'm slap worn out. So I'll just say so long, neighbors. Get me out of here, Percy.